This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Elon Musk, in a bold tweet, says Twitter has interfered in elections. And then everybody started freaking out. Breaking news confirmed even the Timcast newsroom published the story. Twitter has interfered in elections, breaking Elon Musk confirms. And I'm like, hold, hold on, hold on. Is he just talking about Hunter Biden? Is this like we all know that was interference? Or is he talking about something deeper behind the scenes? I think the answer is deeper behind the scenes, to be completely honest. It may be the Hunter Biden stuff. It may not be as profound as a lot of people think it is. But considering that Elon Musk has vowed to release the Twitter files and has explained there has been serious suppression of speech, I'm willing to bet behind the scenes, you've got people working at Twitter in Slack and other other chats explicitly talking about individuals they want removed for political reasons. But that's just my speculation. So we will uh, we'll talk about that and what's going on with Elon. The EU is threatening to pull Twitter because he's got to follow the hate speech rules in Germany. They actually raid people's houses and just did for posting naughty words on the Internet. That's just so creepy, man. And then um, I mean, it, it might be uh, dystopian to think about. But in San Francisco, they wanted uh, the city wanted to clarify, although they are allowing robots to use deadly force, they won't have guns. They'll have explosives. I'm not kidding. I didn't believe the story when I, th- I thought someone made a fake headline as a gag. It's real. They're going to equip robots with explosives to kill people. <laughs> wow. I didn't have that on my 2022 bingo card, but I guess we're living in a simulation. Before we get started, my friends, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member. Click that beautiful join us button and support our work directly. We could use your support. I had a phone call with Google to talk about Section 230 reform that's coming. And uh, they canceled it today. And we'll talk about that, too. They canceled it. Oh, no. Maybe it was because I was ranting, enraged. That's a a little bit of an exaggeration. I was sternly talking to uh, their rep about all of the things they're doing that they shouldn't be allowed to do. So we'll talk about 230 because it's remarkable how very few people actually understand the problems. I've got some conservatives saying like Section 230 should be repealed. And I'm like, no, that's bad. Then you've got others saying Section 230 is perfect just the way it is. Like, seriously, are you kidding? No, it isn't. And then uh, we'll get into all that stuff. My point is, if it were not for you as members, we probably wouldn't be here because they've been actively suppressing us. And it, it, the show probably would never have been able to get this big. As a member, you're supporting our work. We've been getting demonetized. It got worse in the political season. No surprise there. They claim that there's violence in the videos where I'm discussing polling and, 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 and the election. It's a complete lie. It's a pattern of abuse. So we're trying. We're diversifying the business. That's why we have TimCast.com. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel. And more importantly, they can try and suppress this show and everything else we produce. But as long as you share the video, that URL, tell your friends about it, there's nothing they can do. Joining us today to talk about all of this and more is ALX. Great to be here. Um, I'm ALX online. My full name is Alex LaRusso. Um, So recently I was reinstated to Twitter, Elon Musk's Twitter, Twitter 2.0. So he's calling it. Um, and my, one of my first viral tweets back, I actually raised the question about the Hunter Biden laptop and how we should see all the internal discussions come out. 
And less than an hour later, he replied to it and said, this is necessary to restore the public trust. Um, so you're, to your point about election interference, I feel like that's what he's directly going to be talking about there. But I can, I can say that there are other things behind the scenes. Um, so that's in the past week, my, been my life is being back to Twitter. But so, so what do you do? Yeah, in my professional career, I am Benny Johnson's executive producer uh, for his Newsmax show and also his podcast. So that's what I professionally do. Twitter is more of a hobby and more for fun for me. Right on. Well, thanks for coming, man. We also got Luke, of course. Welcome back to the cesspool that is social media. My name is Luke Rodowski here of WeAreChange.org. Today I'm wearing my uh, Fauci, the Grinch who stole normal life shirt. <laughs> Great at holiday parties, which you could get on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. And of course, with everything happening right now in China these days, we should remember that Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Dr. Fauci are all literally on the side of China, rooting for them and uh, hoping that this happens to the rest of this world. I think it needs to be pushed back on. This is one way to do it. The best political shirts.com. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I think this Twitter stuff is big news. I'm Ian Crossland. If you don't know already. What's up, everybody? Alex, good to meet you, man. And I'm glad you're here. We had Benny on about a month ago or something. Yeah. Great show. I love the guys. So yeah, cool stuff. Looking forward to getting deep. And I am Surge.com. What's up, guys? High energy. Yeah, high energy always. All right, let's get to this story, ladies and gentlemen, from TimCast.com. Breaking. Twitter has interfered in elections, Elon Musk confirms. Twitter 2.0 will be far more effective, transparent, and even-handed. New Twitter owner Elon Musk confirmed in a tweet response the outlet has interfered in elections. Now, let's slow down there a minute. Just a moment ago in the intro to the show. We said, is this Hunter Biden laptop stuff? Because we know that happened and we all think that was election interference. But Elon Musk may be talking about something deeper. And I think that's probably true. Even if it is just Hunter Biden laptop, you know, uh, scuttlebutt. I think when you have the CEO, the owner of Twitter coming out and saying, this is how we interpret what was done here with the, with the app now he now controls that still says something in and of itself. But just a moment ago, ALX, you were mentioning that uh, you think this is something more. Yeah, I, th- I think this is mentioning back to when he uh, teased the release of the Twitter files. And yes, a lot of people did think that was referencing the Hunter Biden laptop, but I'm hearing from behind the scenes. Um, so I, I have here from Ali Alexander says that internally it's been described of years of confessions within the company's Slack channel. And employees are knowingly subverting the rules in terms of service and that the sheer volume hasn't completely been compiled yet. So that's he like initially wanted to release this all like when he found it out. Elon? Yes. Um, but like. So let's. Yeah. Let, sorry. Just, let's slow down. Uh, um, you're saying behind the scenes, there's confessions. Mm-hmm. People who worked at Twitter admitting to intentionally interfering. Yes. And I, and I think so. My theory would be for suspending accounts, you'd probably have to give a justification for it. So I, I'm not sure if they attach the Slack chats to, you say, like their panel on there. Um, but I would say that they would be a giving a reason or B, they just never thought this would happen. They never right. thought that the company would be taken over. So they viewed that as a safe space for them to have these conversations. What's uh, what's uh, Ali Alexander's connection to what's going on in Twitter? Um, he just has um, a bunch of tech connections um, similar to mine as well. Um, I've conversed with people that are, are close to Elon as well. Um, and we've been in kind of the same circles that, that way. Yeah. Le- level of confidence on this information being correct? Pretty high. Pretty high, you think? 99%. I, I, as, a, as a matter of opinion, based on what I know about Twitter and what we've seen over the past few years, I'd believe it outright. 
But we'll see. I, I'd love to see the yeah. documents yeah. come out. When I they think do. we're going to find out why. I think it was what what was it? Venjaya that that was crying. Uh, yeah, I, got it. Yeah, I think, I think I think Did we're going to find out why uh, they were crying in, in just a little bit because we have to understand this interference didn't just happen in 2020. This has been going on for a very long time. In 2008, right before the midterm elections, a lot of people got their accounts taken down, like Laura Loomer. So uh, we we know that foreign governments also spied on people's private DMs. We also know that a lot of private information was hacked. So this is what's public. Now, what's happening behind the scenes? What else are they doing? How else are they finagling the algorithm? What else are they doing when it comes to bots, when it comes to manipulating people's opinions, when it comes to people going to the voting box man i think we're going to find out a lot of crazy stuff very soon yeah i spent about five years moderating as an administrator at mines and basically with this kind of power and control and unless you've done this job you don't really i doubt you would understand the level of power you have is just a cheap employee you can push a button and turn someone's account off and they have no recourse and you know that and and you can do if you your emotions are telling you maybe that violates the rules in this way. Maybe you can turn it off and then or you can upscale it to your supervisor. And if they agree with you, you can turn it off or limit the ideas and, and see mm-hmm. which ideas and, and promote certain ideas and demote 100%. other ideas. And there's no recourse. You'd never get punished mm-hmm. for it. It's the most empowering, like intoxicatingly p- powerful. I don't think humans should have that level of authority mm-hmm. at this stage. I think we need like a crowd sourced, you know, judiciary system and social media. Yeah, because that power is absolute. When you can control what people think, what 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 goes into people's minds, that is godlike power and authority that obviously people are going to be abusing for their own personal benefit because how can you not when you have so many things at stake here and when you have free speech standing in the way destroying so many powerful PR uh, campaigns that they've been trying to sell the American public on and the public of the world. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, that I, I I think I think there's going to be some significant changes because of this, and I think it's going to shock a lot of people personally. What about you guys? Uh, uh, there's definitely going to be changes. Um, it was it was so hard to be an administrator uh, for a social network because you're constantly fighting with your own morals and trying to do what the terms say. Uh, that's it's just I that's maybe that's not an answer to your question of what's going to happen next. I think what's going to happen next is he's going to expose everything. The government's going to freak out. They're going to try and shut down Twitter. Twitter's going to turn into an algorithm instead of a social like instead of a website. It's they're going to decentralize. It'll become something that plugs into other websites to facilitate intercommunication across platforms. I don't, I don't know. Like when has something like this happened before where it's a it's a billionaire taking over a company in this way and then and threatening to to expose stuff like this. So I think what he's doing is smart though because if you notice in the past two weeks all of these things so he reinstates donald trump he says he wants to give mass amnesty like to all of these accounts and then also he's saying he's going to release the hunter biden files and in the same week he's picking a fight with apple this episode is brought to you by kia's first three-row all-electric suv the kia ev9 with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Two days later, he's, he's meeting with, with the head of Apple. Yep. And they're like, oh, well, they, have, they had no plans to do that. So that's him just show, like showing his strong arm. Basically saying, don't mess with me because, like, I number one, all of this is coming out. And number two, like, 
it's going to look really bad if you pull us off the App Store. Like, do you know yeah. how bad that would look if Twitter got pulled off the App Store? Apple stock would, would, would yeah. drop. Yeah. I don't know about, you know, double digits or anything like that, but they get hurt by it. Mm -hmm. I know Especially, people. And then Elon would make his new phone, which would oh, challenge yeah. Apple yeah. directly phone. and their mm -hmm. monopoly. I, I, I talked about this a couple days ago, the potential for low Earth orbit um, satellite communications. The possibility with Elon, with Starlink, is that phones may actually be able to send texts and make calls over Starlink. Not a lot of data, probably, probably very rudimentary. But what we're, what we're already seeing with the new iPhone is that it's got uh, uh, two-way satellite tracking of some sort or, or SOS. Mm -hmm. I think it has like SOS or something. Yep. So I remember 10 years ago, we had, I had a friend who was going to do coverage in Syria, and we bought a two-way satellite uh, texting device. It could transmit, I think, up to like 120 characters because the data was so limited and it took a long time to do. And you'd carry it around and you could send out a, use the app to send out a very simple message. And you could use it to text to tweet. So it was like, wow. Now the iPhone, the new one comes with this like internally. Imagine what would happen if you've got Elon Musk rolling out a new phone that has rudimentary communications, texting. Now, why would he want Twitter? Well, with, a, with, with limited data transference, you'd still be able to tweet. You'd be able to communicate globally over low Earth orbit satellite with just a phone because you can transmit a few, a few, a few characters. Mm -hmm. That makes me feel like Maybe it maybe an X phone or something isn't the working, but think about what happens then. There was this great thread that this dude put up on Twitter where he said, how do you think the intelligence agencies react to severing everyone from their grid? Mm -hmm. They've got they've got um, big facilities that wiretap the, the Internet cables that go through the, the uh, undersea cables. Elon puts them all on his satellite network, and now they've got to come to him, and he controls the single access point to spying. Well, that's dangerous. We shouldn't have it. No individual should control the access sure. point to communication. Yeah. But, they, but the intelligence agencies do. Every undersea cable, you think they're not tapping that data? I think they are. They yeah. absolutely are. Or they're trying now, to. And maybe, maybe we're all sitting here like, oh, Elon's so great, we're throwing free speech. And what he's really doing is making an excuse to centralize communications so that there's a single point for everyone in the world to have all their data collected and tracked. He's also said that he wants to revolutionize the DM feature to make, make it more like Signal. So it yeah. seems like he's already trying to replace text messaging there. And then he also says that he wants to make Twitter into the X app or the everything app, basically um, similar to what they have in China with WeChat. Like everything that they have in their in their life is centralized in that one app. We almost we'd considered streaming on Twitter. I think it's they have the tech for technology right now to handle it. Yeah, they, they've had it for, for a while. So like yeah. if we were to get pulled down on this on this network, YouTube, that we would. It's like striking up a like Twitter is now the HBO of television. <laughs> Cur you know? Currently, it's really weird. So like they had Periscope, but then they kind of kicked that same same they did with Vine, but they kept the like infrastructure, I guess. So you can go live on it, but it's the features are very limited on it. It's just a tweet with a live video. You can't really do much with it. But then right. they they released that uh, thing today where they said that they're going to have capabilities of like two hour uploads or something like as a hard upload. 40 gigabytes. 40 gigabytes. Yeah. Yeah. Two hours. That's massive. Two hours. For that's crazy. Only, only for Twitter Blue subscribers, though. Smart. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, smart. Yep. Wow. Not for, but, but, not for everyone. You know, so my, my question is, I, I tweeted, you know, my pitch is on audio, uh, video tab, rev share, and premium subscriber content uh, abilities, which, which already exists with the super follower, the content yeah, subscribers. Yeah. So am I going to spend eight bucks a month to get access to this, to upload my videos that Elon then has to pay me for? Because that seems a little redundant, you know? Hmm. Uh, it's, it's an interesting model. And Mines has that too. You sign up for Mines Pro. And then once you do, you're able to move your Mines tokens off chain onto your wallet. So you can actually, if you want to make money off Mines, you got to pay 
to be able to make money off mines and that helps the program. Are you saying uh, you need Twitter Blue to upload and create two-hour videos or to watch or both? Um, to upload, I think so. Okay, but anyone yeah. can watch. You're yeah, I'm pretty sure anyone yeah. can watch. Yeah, okay, that would make good. sense. Well, I'm open to uh, trying new networks. You know, mm -hmm. we don't have to sit on one network forever. Yeah. This is going to be crazy. Yeah. I I, I think people need... Uh, uh, Luke, you brought this up. He wants to make it like uh, WeChat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were talking about this for uh, a very long time because he made similar announcements and speeches saying... Everyone depends on almost every aspect of their life in China based on this one particular app that they have to go through for everything. Their, their jobs, their applications, their resumes, their food orders, their, their entertainment, all of that is controlled in one app that the Chinese government is watching and controlling and, of course, dictating what people can and cannot say. So That's a bad thing. Right. Well, it's, it's centralization, essentially. Okay, you're right. Well, so. well, and, and think about that. If this really does go in the direction of an X phone, and then we're all getting these phones like, wow, they use Starlink so I can call and text and use Twitter and, you know, can't watch movies or anything. Then that is a singular network taking all data. If we get to that point where we're no longer using undersea cables, there's, there, there's definite benefits to it. But then they're going to spy on everyone everywhere. So all what, the time. what we were just talking about um, Someone just super chatted this and I double checked it, but T-Mobile is already working with Starlink and they're announcing that they're going to be connecting oh, their phones man. to the T-Mobile network over Starlink starting next year. No. Hell yeah. 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 So this is techcrunch.com and the title of this article that I just found is T-Mobile phones will connect to Starlink for free starting let's next pull this year. Up. Let's, let's, let's put let's, crystals let's, in their... We okay, got the story. Go Just real quick. Hold that thought, Ian. Yeah. T-Mobile phones will connect to Starlink for free starting next year. And this is from August. You see, all we had to do was Google it. We're behind the times on this one. Yeah. They're going to set up. What's going to happen is you're going to be able to call Mars when people start um, habitating Mars. And it'll take two hours to get your voice message over there. And then they're going to realize sympathetic vibration. And they're going to put crystals in the satellites. And, and, and it'll create like an entanglement system. Not quite entanglement. But where they'll create sympathetic vibration between nodes. And you'll have instantaneous communication. Is, is this, is, is Elon, does he have a bigger master plan behind all of this? How much did he pay for buying X.com? He's had it since the '90s. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think, so, I think he had to buy it. He had to buy it back, right? Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? He had to buy it back. Yeah, and he spent I, like a record amount of money on that. I saw Elon XCOM. I wonder if he played XCOM. Yeah. I saw him. He, he tweeted, "Cancel culture must be canceled" or something like that, right? And I'm like, he does say a whole lot of things that come off as like overly generic. You know, he's 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 pandering to the free speech crowd. Look, man, he's getting a lot of people to cheer for what he's building. So mm -hmm. I'm keep an eye out, man. I'm concerned he's in, a, in an echo chamber. I've been thinking that lately. Like people will tweet at whatever he's going through. They'll tweet what, it at him and he'll respond to that. What if I get it? That's what he's going what, through. What if it's a, a psyop within a psyop, a false flag within a false flag, setting up the media to attack him so he looks favorable? Because, you know, after after the, 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 the last two presidential elections, we learned when, you know, the corporate media attacks you, especially with the rise of Donald Trump, they kind of prop you up. So what if this is all kind of planned and engineered? This is where my conspiratorial mind is going to right now that we'll end up with our brain chips on the X app, essentially having a life that's controlled with satellites watching our every single move as we are living under, you know, the, the Tesla production facility of uh, robotic pods and uh, bugs provided so for us to eat. The as government of course, Elon Musk is also... Uh, you know, call, you know, he's also a big on global warming. He's also big on world government as well. So those are things that I would just be extremely skeptical of. And this is why, I, I, again, what Elon Musk is doing is commendable. But there's a small part of me that's skeptical. 
it's the risk we take as humans and with our current structure. We'll give one guy so much power to create a, a, an empire and then hope that he doesn't turn on us mm-hmm. as humans. And, and over time, you see people turn on people. Like they get bought out, they get bribed, or they die and someone else takes over the, the empire. So we're in a risky place with Elon with so much power. Hopefully it will evolve into a system instead of a, a guy's toy. I think the only ri- the the good thing about having the richest guy in the world do this though is that he can't really be bought because at this point like mm. money is kind of meaningless and he even said that he he doesn't want to buy Twitter to make money because well number one like honestly once you get to whatever billion he's at like what is another billion what is another three billion he's taking initial losses on this but he wants to turn the company profitable um, and actually like the terms for x.com were not disclosed but he bought it back from PayPal in 2017. Um, but yeah, so, so what's another like couple billion to him? So that, that's the only reason that I think he's doing it in good faith is like, what does he need more money for? Honestly, I also want to point out this TechCrunch article. They say at first, the service will only enable text messages and possibly messaging apps. Yeah. And Twitter. Yeah. Exactly. Twitter. So people will be able to engage in the conversation from the middle of the Mojave desert. <laughs> or or who knows where else? Burning Man from Burning. They'll Man. be tweeting all the Burning Man photos. And well, you can't do the photos. Oh. Just well, text. just you know. But highlighting. You'll be able to send Ian Crossland here. Can't believe I found them at this dome with the crystals. You can't believe where he put them. I wonder <laughs> if the, the the free speech stuff from Elon is just to rally people to support him. He was talking about how a bunch of Democrats all came out at once, started attacking him, and I'm willing to bet that he immediately was like, "Okay, I need some allies." So, you know, I'm going to I want to do my thing. I want to build this stuff. OK, free speech. We want Twitter anyway. Let's start unbanning people and make this talk of the town. I, I, I don't know, though. You know, maybe maybe it's out of the kindness of his heart, the, the good, the, 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 uh, the strong morals he has that he wants to stand by free speech. And then you read these stories from back in August. You think about the stuff that he's, he's intended to build. People have already mentioned months ago, I think a year ago, that. Twitter would be great for uh, interplanetary communication because you put out a message and it's available to be seen by anyone, anywhere, as opposed to I'm going to message you and then it's going to come to just you. Yes. You can put out a message. It goes to the ether. Everyone can see it when they're available to see it. Mm-hmm. I think that's Or he's just, just having a good time. And there's also, I mean, there's also a lot of data and a lot of information that you could get on the, the general public through Twitter. You could see, I, I mean, th- there's a reason intelligence agencies launch campaigns for civil unrest in foreign countries on social media and use it as their main kind of uh, rallying call and organizing call. There's a reason um, Apple just got rid of Bluetooth connection and the ability to airdrop messages in China a yeah. few days ago because they understand with the, the Chinese government controlling um, the cell phone connectivity there, with with them controlling the internet there, the one thing that they don't control is Bluetooth to Bluetooth peer to peer communication. Apple got rid of that. They b- they blocked airdrop. Yeah, like, yes, airdrop. A- airdrop on behest of the Chinese government because this was the main tool that the Chinese government that that the Chinese uh, protesters that were calling for more freedom were using in order to communicate with each other without being punished. So they got out. So now the you know the the Chinese police were literally going around from person to person checking their cell phones in the subway as they're walking down the street in order to stop them from sharing any kind of information. Let me let me show you guys this ridiculous uh, uh, video right here. Nice. Uh, look at this strapping young lad <laughs> from 10 years ago. Is that, is that Elliot Page right there? Is that sweat? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> that's, uh, that's me standing for some reason in a forest wearing a very tight shirt, I guess. Looking good. And uh, 
I was doing a report on this new patent that came out. It this this is ten years ago. YouTube put it was on the front page. It was on like World oh, Star Hip Hop. YouTube's old now. Basically, and I made this like little animation breaking down how it works. And uh, they were they were patenting this technology that they could go into their maps, isolate a certain area on the map, geofencing, and then if you entered that portion, your phone would be disabled. And they were like, oh, think about it. You enter a movie theater, your camera doesn't work. And everyone was like, yeah, or you're at a protest and you can't film the cops anymore. Or you're in China and you're communicating via Bluetooth and they turn it off. That's crazy to hear that they're doing it. And there was, there was like, a lot of people said, Tim, they never did this. You're wrong. It's like, okay, man, you know, it's, it's probably not the same exact thing. But it's creepy that it's it's so similar. I'm not a big fan of Apple as a company. I never have been. In the, in the 90s, I thought they were proprietary. You couldn't game on their systems. You had to get your own unique power supply, all these unique pieces and parts. And then it was way overpriced. Uh, Steve Jobs, brilliant, you know, brilliant, I don't know, profit, you could call him, I guess. He, he has great, and they have great design. But I do not like the way that they organize their company. I don't like that they're... They're, they're siding with the Chinese government over the freedom pre- people that are trying to protest being free of being locked in their homes. But Apple's going to side with the people locking them in their homes. Meanwhile, they made a huge statement about George Floyd and <laughs> all the freedoms that they're fighting for here in the United States. Meanwhile, what are they doing in China with the protest essentially starting at the Foxcom factory facility where, you know, the Chinese people are forced to make iPhones forced to make apple products and so I, I believe some people this is the what really kicked off these chinese protests which we probably should talk even more about is that people were locked in their homes for covid and the building caught fire and like 20 people burned to death yeah that's, that's one story out of many horrific horror stories yeah. of, that's of insanity happening in that country the, yeah. there's videos of them welding doors shut again yeah. Yeah. again yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah yeah there's videos of like them torturing and beating someone up at their own home with their children watching because they criticized the covid lockdown policy online there's so much insanity there's so many cruel just absolutely insane videos they were walking around with sticks beating up and killing dogs because they thought that they were spreading diseases this is the this is the policy that that klaus schwab said is the example for the world to follow this is the policy that bill gates said this is what we need to implement here this is what dr fauci knew was happening saw the report saw the investigations and said we need to implement this here in the united states Mm -hmm. and they almost did and they were very we were very lucky that we have something called the first and second amendment and i think that's the only thing that stood in the way of total tyranny taking over all of the united states which i think we were very close to achieving you're talking about the zero COVID policy yes Look at Europe. I mean, they locked down. They were much more harsh. Australia, we're, we're, Australia, absolutely. New Zealand. Huge, huge, huge I Zealand mean, as well. you know what? You know what, man? I you know who I feel bad for is uh, Claire Lehman. You guys know Claire, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor Quillette. lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor lady. Quillette was this you know intellectual dark web free speech, and then Australia announces they're you know going to set up camps where they can take people against their will to detain them because of COVID call it whatever you want and people were trying to escape these places because people couldn't leave their cubicles Mm -hmm. and uh claire lehman of quillette this was like you know free speech intellectual thought all of a sudden is just like this is okay lockdowns are good and i imagine the reason is she's in the system she is within the walls of the machine that is doing this to people Mm -hmm. and uh if she speaks up she gets thrown in huh yeah. Yep. Or she gets taken down or they come after her. And she showed that she was terrified of the machine around her. 
Either that or she completely betrayed all of the principles she espoused before. But either way, she's fake. And they were literally copying and pasting the same policies that they were testing and implementing in China. In China, they're still building 90,000 quarantined facilities uh, for, sorry, 90,000 individual booths, pods for people to, to live in, in in major cities all throughout China. So, so again, th- these, these are camps that people are thrown in many times, not even for testing uh, positive, many times for being around someone that was maybe sick, and other times for criticizing the government. People just mm-hmm. get thrown in these pods. As we saw in Australia, people were thrown in there without any tests, without any close contacts. They were just arguing with police officers. The police officers had had enough saying, no, two-week quarantine, you're done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insane policies. That's what happens when you give people power, too. It's like if they can do that for COVID or for medical reasons, why can't they do that for disagreement? Right. And who's who's to say, like, for evidence? Like, there there is no evidence. There is, you know, no one to prove that they do or do not have COVID for. Um, So, yeah. And and in America, I, I think it didn't get to that point. But, like, obviously, like, vaccine cards. And then we didn't have, like, the vaccine mandate for for planes necessarily but like fauci went on tv saying yeah we're not ruling anything out they tried yeah they did yeah and then i think they saw the american people resist and it didn't work because they had the was it the excelsior app in new york yeah yeah qr codes american people were like nope yeah and then you look we're uh, we have big open rural spaces so out here in west virginia there was basically nothing Mm -hmm. you know you try whatever you want trying to create some rfid real license driver's license yeah you get, what's that that's supposed to come the out real ID? Real. Yeah, that's the re- been out for a while there i yeah. have yeah i have i have one. Is there some like certain states is there some upgrade coming out this year in the next six months or something i don't, I don't know, know if that is rfid or what but i think I, I think passport cards do though right yeah i think so yeah so i've got one of those when you apply for a passport it's like your passport card it's a north american mm-hmm. id and it's funny because i tell people did you know that there is a north american id card and they're like what what do you, yeah. you mean like, like an American? Like, no, no, no. Like, it's good for Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. It's an ID card that works in all three places. Yeah. yeah. Pass card, right. I think it's yeah. called. Yeah. So yeah. instead yeah, of having a passport, right here, you have your identification card. Um, but after the G20 this year, all the world leaders came together and saying that we, they need an international vaccine passport system that they're going to be implementing for the rest of the world. Okay. Is it, are we clear now that COVID came and went? And now there's like less dangerous variants out there that people are just living I, with. I don't think much has changed, honestly. Um, it's just the propaganda, just yeah. the fear. It's dies just how down. we treat it and how I, we're like, talking about like, it. Like, like when, when it comes to doctors and nurses that I talked to, they're like, "Yeah, not much. Cha- not much has changed except for the fear and propaganda. So, except for the gaslighting, except for all the mani- manipulation, all the the the, the just fear mongering of people saying you're going to die, you're going to kill grandma. That's over. Otherwise, people are you know." People are getting sick, just like they usually did, and uh, but but now they're uh, you know dropping dead suddenly, which um, you know. Oh yeah, that died suddenly documentary. People are like, there's evidence that people are having like I don't know if it's myocarditis. They don't know what, but they're, they're calling them. They're calling them white. What would the guy call? It? He called it a white fibrous clot. Yeah, and we don't know what they are. And my question is for that mm-hmm. stuff, like have they have they sent those things to a lab for sampling to see what they're made of? Because mm-hmm. it. Cause like, what is that material? Like collagen or something? Yeah. I think I think probably most people watching this have seen that documentary. I think it it jumps the gun in a, in a, in a, in a couple of ways, 
And, uh, but either way, it highlights something really weird going on. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to, from what I've learned growing up, you're not supposed to get vaccinated for disease that you currently have. It's only you get it beforehand so that it prevents you from getting it. That's the idea, or it makes your, your immune system more robust if you do. But if you have the disease and then you vaccinate, that's like overdoing yeah. it. As Dr. But, Fauci but, 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 um, said many, many, many years ago, natural immunity is best. Yeah, no, no, mm -hmm. but, but I'm pretty sure even the, the COVID policy is, and, and, and talk to your doctor about what's right for you, but I'm pretty sure it's, you can't get it if you had COVID within a certain time period. Like you're not supposed to. The, the reasonable vaccine. doctors are saying that, but the federal government is not. I'm very concerned and, if people had COVID large amounts and it was messing up their, their clotting stuff, and then they get a vaccine on top of that, which might also be messing up the that, so that's what I, I'm I, I, have, about. I have a question about this though, because uh, you know, I I've I watched that documentary and it was uh really well made. I mean, like the quality, like the cinematic shots, like from a cinematography perspective, wow. And there's a lot of really interesting things that came up uh because of it, and I uh I tweeted that it was a conspiracy that all these embalmers and doctors got together and planned to discuss this on camera. I'm kidding, right? S certainly there is something they're experiencing, something that's happening. And I've showed, I've, I've shown it to a bunch of my friends, as I'm sure many people did. But the question I have is, one, we don't exactly know what's causing this or why. We just know it's, the, it's something new that embalmers are seeing and they're not, they don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And there are some doctors who are also like, they, they, they show clips of people getting, they're, they're, they're alive. There's living people getting these clots pulled out and they're calling them white fibrous clots. My, 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 my thought is this. You look at what's going on in China and they're welding people's doors shut. They are absolutely terrified of COVID. You look at what's going on with this documentary died suddenly in these white fibrous clots. The documentary paints the picture as though it's the vaccines. I, I don't think we know that. I, I, I think obviously people are saying this this large wide scale global thing happened. Therefore, you know, we assume this is the case. And I'm also like, yeah, but COVID happened, too. So here, here's my thoughts. And again, I know a lot of people are going to get mad. I'm just let, let me opine. And I'll, of course, say, you know, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. This is this is you get your medical advice from people that you trust who are real doctors. But if there's if there's an ongoing theory that COVID came from a lab where they're doing experimentation, isn't it possible that what we're seeing in terms of these blood clots are the result of some kind of weaponized virus or the gain of function research created something so dangerous that China's reaction is to weld doors shut in fear mm -hmm. of what the virus yeah. could be doing? Well, well if, you, if you see what the Chinese government was doing, it was never really about health. A lot of this wasn't about health since, of course, a lot of these health policies actually led to uh, a degradation of people's health, not only mental health, uh, cognitive speaking skills, especially when it came to small children, physical health, mental health, all of that went dramatically down. And they knew it would because there was warnings. There was people saying, hey, when, when, you, when you cause this much uh, suffering for humanity, there's going to be larger consequences. And there's even a lot of mainline professionals arguing that it was the lockdowns, the, the health restrictions that actually caused more pain, havoc, suffering, and death than actually the, the sickness itself. There's also a Dr. Asim Malhorta, Malhotra, who was just on uh, Tucker Carlson. He's a cardiologist from the United Kingdom. He was actually in the advertisements in the United Kingdom telling people to take this particular product. Um, he had his father die. He believes his father died from that particular product. He's coming out and sharing a lot of very crazy data and information uh, from his profession that is connecting some of these dots. Again, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not here to give anyone any kind of medical advice, but Dr. Asim Malhortra is making some really interesting arguments right now. And I, I don't want to uh, 
rehash old conversations. So I want to I want to ask additionally another question. Well, I, I, I guess it's always rehashing something. So the, the, the thought, I suppose, is are they terrified of the virus? That's why they're welding doors shut. That's why they're maintaining zero covid. We know that covid has uh, well, I should say it has been reported. Covid is more likely to impact Asians because they have more ACE2 receptors. So all of a sudden you have China just going nuts. My other question is, pick and choose your conspiracy, I guess. Is this the Great Reset? Mm-hmm. Is it that China has a massive uh, 1.3 billion pe- human population? And so according to those who are trying to curtail human growth and expansion and pollution, the reason China is in such heavy lockdown is not COVID. It is carbon. Mm-hmm. They have, it's- I mean... To, to me, it's, it's psychopathic totalitarian control, because if you look at the way that the Chinese government has been operating and who have they been working with, especially when it comes to a lot of the bigger elites, it's always been about beta, beta testing the latest surveillance technology, whether it's the social credit score, whether it's punishing people for thinking the wrong thing, whether it's finding people and taking money out of their bank account for jaywalking. The latest, worst 1984 vision you can imagine is being tested right now in China. And I think this goes along with these lockdowns, which are which are continuing this larger progression that they've been making against free humanity. I, I, I definitely think, you know, it, we agree it's a dictatorship. It's insane. I guess my question is the motivation behind it. Mm-hmm. Is it just to experiment total control or is there something motivating them behind it? Like, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, carbon, get carbon emissions down. There's too many people in this country. They want to reduce yeah. population. China doesn't give a damn about carbon. China's releasing all the carbon <laughs> in the world, <laughs> possibly. They'll China, blame someone else. China was being yeah. paid by the Western world to recycle they literally took all the plastic, dumped it in the ocean. This is why there's yeah. mile-long islands of plastic right now in the ocean. Right. So you could feel better about yourself if you're in Canada than in the United States recycling. Literally, it's just being dumped right into the Pacific Ocean. China is launching a lot of coal factories. China does not give a damn. You don't see China setting up uh, uh, solar, you know, a lot of solar facilities. You don't see them setting up wind facilities. You don't see them setting up alternative green energies. They're setting up coal mines for a reason. Um, because they understand how the world works. They're, they're tightening their relations with, with Russia, which they're buying a lot of gas and oil from and then reselling it back to Europe, all in the name of green energy policies. They're, they're, they're going into Afghanistan and mining all the minerals there. So th- th- there's no way that they care about carbon. Carbon is just an excuse for more control of society, totalitarian, I would say even satanic uh, lockdown and destruction of the free human spirit. But, for, but is that the motivation then? They're just like, I for, want power. But for lockdowns yeah, in general, if you... If you looked at the original lockdowns, they locked down almost right away. So I'm I'm thinking it was originally to, number one, cover up, because instead of asking for help, China's a very prideful country. They don't want to ask for help from other countries and say, we have this problem. They thought they had it all under control. They could lock everyone down and cover it up. Um, so I think maybe that was the initial motivation behind it. But then it grew into a more, hey, we can get away with this. Um, we have so much control over the yeah. the people because if you think about it from a medical standpoint too, they probably didn't know what, what was being unleashed. They just knew it was dangerous or whatever, um, and they were just. I think their initial motivation was to try and contain it and cover it up. From I, the entire I disagree world. because if that was true, they wouldn't allow international flights. If you remember mm-hmm. when you know COVID first hits, one there was also intelligence agencies uh, talking to each other and ramblings and documents coming yeah. out that there was something going on of September the year beforehand. Uh, before everything broke out. But when, when China knew something was going on, they closed domestic travel from Wuhan. You couldn't go from Wuhan to Beijing. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go anywhere domestically in China from Wuhan. Right. But you could to Italy. 
You could to other parts of the world that were severely affected by this, that were depending also on slave labor. Uh, Italy was depending on a lot of Wuhan workers that were coming in there to make made in Italy products yep. for, for pennies on the dollar. And when you implement a policy like that, you are either sociopathic and want this disease to spread all over the world and you want to hurt the rest of the world or you're just absolutely dumb. I don't think they're dumb. I, I think there's a reason that they have very high intelligence, and I think this is a part of a larger takeover, and I think a lot of this was deliberate from the very beginning. I like the conspiracy theory yeah. that they're like, the people that made it in a lab are like, oh no, in two years is when re is when the second iteration of the disease appears in people's bodies, and that's when they're really going to change, so they're freaked out change. now. Change. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't like think... turn into vampires Yeah, exactly. When you start to see the, the big white things come out of their veins, and they're like, <laughs> no, lock them all up. I don't think that happened, but it's a crazy theory. It's no, no. I, I I remember early on in the pandemic, there was fear about multiple stages mm -hmm. because uh, some I, I don't I, look, I'm not a virologist or a microbiologist or uh, any other kind of scientist or doctor. So, again, talk to your doctor. But there was concern about um, it could come in multiple stages or go dormant. So uh, some viruses, you'll get sick and then they go dormant and then they can come back later. So we didn't really know what we were seeing with this. Maybe uh, now people are getting weird stuff pulled out of their veins because because of, of multi-stage or something? I honestly don't know. The real vibe I get is that the CCP is is over the top. To, I think totalitarian is the right word, and they just want total control of their population, mm -hmm. and they want a yes. population reduction because they have too many men, and they're, 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 they're China? not out. enough women. Yeah. Not no, enough women. no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? They, they have too China many has a population crisis. They're doing right. everything in their power to try to make sure that they have more people, more women, more right. Yeah, because of the one child, yeah. one, one child policy that was implemented by also uh, the Rockefeller, uh, uh, you know, Turner, Ted Turner as well, and a lot of the American elites came there and said, you know, let's 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 test out eugenics here. Let's see what happens when we force people to have one child. And the Chinese government said, okay, just tell us what to do. And I think they're still taking orders just like they did before. That's a real thing. The one child policy. I don't know if everyone knows about that. Yeah. What was it, in the 80s is when this started? I have to double check uh, no. just to make sure. It was earlier than the 80s. It was earlier than the 80s. That's crazy. Yeah. And they were just like, like, you can have one kid. And people That's would it. have like a, a female baby and they'd kill it because they weren't allowed to have right. more than one kid and they wanted a boy because right. the yeah. boy is the Jeez. one who carries the legacy. And they took it even further when they started saying, if you want to leave China, go to Africa, which is happening right now, happening all the time, you can have more than one child if you go to Africa. Colonization. So mm. Exactly, exactly. No one talks about that. Yeah, China's colonizing like crazy. And pe people think that colonization is like this nefarious plan among, you know, I, I should say woke people. They're like colonization, the white people came. And it's like, right. they came because it was getting crowded and they wanted to find a better life and they took the risk to do it. People in China, it's getting crowded. And so they're like, you know, I'm going to go move to another country and have a family there. And that is colonization. Yes. They're creating, you know, little Chinatowns, which uh, have, have uh, actually, if you've ever been to New York, it's awesome. There's really great restaurants. Yeah. But the end result is you start seeing a shift in the culture of, of you know, where they end up going. That's mm -hmm. what colonization does. Mm -hmm. I think what we need is Mars colonization. Elon, how about it? I'm so excited to colonize Mars. Occupy, so I think what we Mars. what we got. Oh, do, you're wearing it. <laughs> there's, this, there's this meteor stream that we go through uh, every twelve hundred thousand, twelve thousand years or so. It's called the Torrid meteor stream. It looks like it's coming from Taurus, the constellation. So we call it the Torrid meteor stream because of Taurus. Hmm. And uh, that's the those are the comets that hit Earth, the meteors that hit Earth twelve thousand years ago that ended the ice age, melted the you know the 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 flood myth, wiped out Atlantis, wiped out culture. Well, we're in that torrid meteor stream again. For the it's twelve thousand years later, we're here again. We for the next thirty five years, what we need to do is redirect those those meteors into Mars. We can do that. We can nudge them, start hit, peppering the surface of Mars with this heat, and then start melting that ice. Didn't we do a test on that recently? Like 
slightly changing the trajectory of like a meteor. Yeah, or it was called the DART. I think it was called the DART program, yeah. NASA. Um, and what they did, I think what they did was they hit it with an explosive and shattered yeah. it. I yeah. could be wrong. But yeah, they're, they, are, they are avidly working on ways to move asteroids, meteors, and comets. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know if shattering it's the right move because cometary fragments can still destroy us. <laughs> I just, I just want to say real quick before we go to the next segment. Actually, I'm going to say this right now at the beginning of this segment. It's from The Guardian. EU raises prospect of big fine or ban if Twitter fails to follow new legislation because wow. they don't have free speech in Europe. But what I want to point out is, yo, our, our metrics are going really weird. Like on YouTube, it's like spiking and dropping, like weird <laughs> stuff's going on. And I want to point out that I was supposed to have a phone call with Google and they canceled it. Had a call with them yesterday. So, uh, you know, I don't trust these, <laughs> these big tech companies behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But uh, that being said, I think Elon is doing a tremendous service to humanity. Whatever his agenda may be. But of course, in Europe, they don't have free speech. So what's happened now there was this, uh, they, they, they posted a video. I think Elon was talking to these EU guys. They say Elon Musk was told he had huge work ahead to comply with EU's Digital Services Act, which requires tech firms to tackle problems, including abusive posts and disinformation. The EU's commissioner for the internal market, Terry Breton, told the Tesla CEO that Twitter will have to significantly increase efforts to pass the grade, implying the platform was in danger of non-compliance with the act. I welcome Elon Musk's statement of intent to get Twitter 2.0 ready for the DSA, said Breton. I am pleased to hear that he has read it carefully and considers it as a sensible approach to implement on a worldwide basis. But let's also be clear that there is still huge work ahead, as Twitter will have to implement transparent user policies, significantly reinforce content moderation, and protect freedom of speech. And with that, I got a question. What can they do to stop him? Hmm. Um, threaten his market share? How do, how do you ban Twitter? Fine him? Find him how. Um, this, is the, this, this is the point I was making. He's an American uh, citizen. I, was I, I told this story about my friends when I was a kid. I'm a bad influence. I know. <laughs> when I was like, hey, you want to go skate? I can't. I'm grounded. And I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? It means I can't go outside. Okay, what happens if you go outside? Well, I'll get grounded more. <laughs> and what does that mean? It means I can't go outside longer. <laughs> but you went outside already. Yeah, I know, but I'll get in trouble. Bro, you can go outside. I was like, very bad influence. My point is, if Elon Musk is using Starlink for, for communications... If he makes his own phone, maybe. He said he, he might if he has to. You can't ban apps in countries. In China and Iran, they have Twitter, even though it's banned. They'll find a way. I was going to say, he's going to make them be the bad guy. He's going to be making them be the new China. Like That's the right. EU is going to be looked at as like a, like a China type. And I've pointed this out on, on Twitter the past couple of days. Everyone is freaking out. Apple is freaking out. And these countries are freaking out now about free speech and stuff. Um, so... Why are they not freaking out a couple of years ago when they uh, Apple was I mean, uh, Twitter was being sued for two different cases. And there's I'm sure there's more of child exploitation content on the platform. Those individual users were complaining to Twitter saying this is me in the in the videos. Only four percent of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands on learning and research with world class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit I am underage. Please take this down. Twitter refused to take that content yep. down. And, we were, ta and, and we were talking on. about this a few and, days ago, exactly what you just mentioned. And where is the EU? 
to yes. go to Twitter a year ago and be like, hey, hey, these things exactly. are in violation of our laws. Yes. But now yes, they're exactly. mad. This is, this is, this is, this is the statement that the EU released today that they're mad that he's going to be arbitrarily reinstating banned users and the that opposite. he's not pursuing disinformation aggressively enough and that they want a full, quote, extensive audit of the platform. Oh so they are, they are mad that people are going to have the ability to have free speech. They are mad that users are going to be brought back and that their lies of the state are going to be officially challenged. This is all about power. At the end of the day, the European Union knows, the government bureaucrats knows, these criminals in charge know that they could only be in power if they could keep conning and lying to everyone. Once you have free speech, that power goes away. Once you have free speech, that is all threatened. All of that could go away. And this is why we're seeing such very harsh actions by the European Union that did levy very big fines against previous U.S. big tech companies like Facebook. If you remember, it wasn't so long ago, Facebook had to pay up you know, a lot of money as well. To the so, EU? Yeah. So, I so. So again, you know, Facebook, Google Google lost an appeal for for four billion dollars in EU fines. I was uh, I was taking a dump the other day, and Facebook wouldn't stop calling me. True story. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. No, and it was really annoying too, because like I pl I play uh, it's I, I posted a I posted how Google was calling me to talk about Section 230, and then a bunch of people were like, you, "This never happened." And I'm like, well, "I'll post this post a screenshot of the email they sent me." And I got like the World Series of Poker. I, I love playing World Series of Poker. <laughs> And, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to play this game and then I get a call from Facebook and I'm like, what, what is I <laughs> close? I don't want to talk to you. They called me three times in like five minutes, super creepy. And they were like, we want to talk to you about, you know, your marketing stuff and, and what you're working on. And it was like the most unhinged, desperate thing that's ever happened to me. Super weird. They, 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 it was like a pitch to like buy ads on Facebook huh. because we have an account and then they called me three times in a row and it, it, it was like. That trope of the voicemail where it's like, oh, must have just missed you. Uh, I'm going to give you a call back and, and maybe I'll get you again. I'm not kidding. I'm like, what are they doing? Is it super crazy? Like, you're not home. Uh, well, I'll just uh, I'll just try again. Yeah, I just yeah, had to tell more and more agitated. They're seeing the writing on the wall, too, because they're like, if this can happen to a company like Twitter or whatever, what's to stop it from happening to a cratering company like Facebook? Mark Zuckerberg has lost like over half of his net worth yeah his but company is cratering they're making cuts everything that that's why i'm thinking they called me like crazy i'm willing to bet that they've got you know for their sales team it's like guys we gotta ramp this up We're, we they, they laid off what like eleven thousand yeah. people yeah. Mm -hmm. there's the stock price tanked i guess because yeah. of meta or whatever the plan is that's the and other that thing too they're they're demonizing elon musk for making these cuts and then ignoring facebook is making cuts amazon is bigger. making cuts all of these things, and they're like, oh, he took over the platform and he's turning into some crazy thing. I'm like, okay, it's happening all over the tech industry if you're like, paying attention. Right. Um, but the thing is, too, about these um, these policies, so they stopped enforcing the COVID-19 misinformation policy last week. Um, and then, so my, my thing is, they're more likely to be compliant with all of these legal stuff if they're not wasting their resources policing opinions or policing COVID misinformation. Do you know how much manpower that would take? And, and they have the whole report of how many suspended accounts, how many uh, millions of posts that were actioned of, of COVID posts or whatever. And I know AI helps a lot with that type of stuff. But still, the resources that are wasted on opinion and political speech and silencing dissent, rather than actually going after like child exploitation or actual legal content on the platform. Do you know how much like energy could be redirected towards actual like crimes on the platform? Like, it's, like, mind-boggling. And you mean, like, illegal in the United States? Well, I mean, it, it would depend on the law, I believe, for each country, because I think that's what Elon said. And then I, I know, I'm always confused by this. I, I see always these, like, 
oh, uh, someone reported this uh, tweet. It's not in violation of German law or something. Yeah, I see that a I lot. always see that. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. No, but that's a good thing. Right. So I've gotten these these emails from Twitter where it's like you've been reported in Pakistan or something. Yeah. And I, I, can't, I can't remember who, but someone uh, conservative said, why am I why is this being shown to me? Why? Why is Twitter concerned about this? And I'm like, no, that's a good because then if you go there, you could be arrested. And I'm not I'm not kidding. <sighs> so Twitter warning you that you've posted something that they consider illegal is like, hey, now you can't go there anymore. It's a good thing they notified you. Mm -hmm. The German law thing is because German Germany has a law that they have to inform people. So even if you're outside the country, they have to inform uh -huh. you. So the EU is all sorts of insane. I, there was this um, this video of this woman. She was a uh, 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 from the Philippines. I think she was a journalist. I don't know if you saw it, where she's talking with Colbert or something like that. And she's like, they're using free speech to stifle free speech. <sighs> like, it's just the craziest thing. But you can really see what their real agenda is. Yeah. They want to be the controllers of all information and have no one else be able to speak out, out of turn of the narrative. Mm -hmm. But the nar narrative machine is crumbling. And this is why they were crying when Elon was taken over. Yeah. Those, those already, the messages we saw what was it? Vijaya. Uh, Vijaya Gade. She was like, she was yeah. like, hey, we're going to work with the government or something like that. We're going to work with you and get yeah. this stuff sorted. She's tied up in that whole lawsuit uh, that they're uh, about like collusion with the Biden uh, administration. Um, so that's that's all going to come out, too, I think. But it seems like she has her hands in a lot of things because she's also with the Hunter Biden laptop. And she was also the person who banned Trump. So evil people, man. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, I hate to say it, but man, there is no accountability. Mm -hmm. You take a look. I, I mean, I, I think everybody listening knows you take a look at what happened with Trump and the fake impeachment stuff. You take a look at what Joe Biden did. They impeached Trump for what Joe Biden did. It's the craziest yeah, thing. It's wild, you man. take a look at what the people at Twitter were doing and you're like, just where is a single moment of accountability? Ghislaine Maxwell. OK, fine. They locked her up, but she was trafficking to no one. Mm -hmm. yeah. No accountability. Sam Bankman freed. Guy just oh man he's what well, he swindled four billion dollars out of his investors or yeah. some some amount of billions of dollars yeah, and now he but he's don't still worry, he's sorry he's speaking at the New York Times yeah. right now as he's is he really yeah. at the New York Times right now in New York I think he's doing a it's a, like a, a, a video virtual call. yeah, yeah. He, if he steps into U S soil I imagine that he's not going to leave I, I doubt it. You he made enough. He, he made enough donations to Democrats to live the rest of his life in comfort. That yeah, that's is, a lot yeah. of protection money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. dude. So he was the CEO of FTX, which was like this this internet. Um, what would you call it? Like a, an exchange crypto for crypto, exchange. and then they were taking crypto people's exchange. money and giving them like a loan, and they were holding their their money as collateral. And then he was like investing their money yeah. in like political campaigns. I mean, it's the most hideous misuse of, of people's investment funds like Bernie Madoff stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you saw there's just a, the guy that asked him where'd all my two million dollars in savings go and he's like, oh well, I'm sorry about that. Didn't Yeah, he's so bad. delusional. <laughs> he's so disconnected from reality. He was too. having sex with like nine women in his yeah. uh, drug field orgies just like mansion. all the elites. That's all they do. And That's they were all taking they all these different, he would in, entice his employees to take different kinds of drugs to see which one they liked the best and help them yeah. work the best. His girlfriend's running Alameda Research which is a sister corporation that's taking, it's like fun FTX funds and then investing it um, undercover. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Caroline. Uh, you guys got her last name? Caroline. I don't something. know, man. It's important that these people stay in the media, I think. She's a weird looking chick. Yeah, I was going to say, she's the weird looking one with the glasses. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it, it is, it is yeah, crazy Caroline what, Ellison is what her name. people do with power. Mm -hmm. It's a yeah. crazy thing. Yeah. Like this, this guy, for whatever reason, comes into access and he's like, mm, drugs and orgies? <laughs> Like, I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? Like, like it reminds me of that experiment where they gave the rat the electrode on its brain to yeah. trigger dopamine. 
It's oh, like yeah. you give. It's almost like there's aliens and they're like, let's give this random guy a bunch of money, see what he does, and he's just pressing the button on his brain like this feels good. And the corporate media is like, look how humble he is. Look how amazing. <laughs> look how nice and down to earth he is. What look show was him. it where like you look back? It's like an old clip, and he's like physically shaking. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, did nobody question uh, that Chuck at the time? Yeah. Like Chuck yeah, Todd Todd interview. Yeah, it's Chuck. Ton of drugs. Absolutely druggy. He is shaking in that interview. Yeah, it's like at the time nobody nobody noticed that. Like he's a literal tweaker. Yeah. My goodness, so, and and then you try you trust this man because uh, Jim Cramer called him the next J.P. Oh Morgan and Chase. I mean, oh, that was crazy. Come on, guys. Seriously. I like I like the account Unusual Whales. They um they screenshot all of Jim Cramer's takes, and then they just like <laughs> age so poor. He's blocked them by now, but they age so poorly that it's just so funny. Well, what's that other Twitter account like Reverse Cramer or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever he says, do the opposite, and then whenever someone does something that he said to do, they're like, oh, they didn't Reverse Cramer, and now they lost all their money. I look at Sam's name. It's bank man fried. Like, okay, is that an electric chair joke? Like, what is this simulation that we're in? His Jeez. name is bank man. Well, his family is all connected to the Democratic Party and super oh, yeah. PACs that have been funneling a crap ton of big money into the Democratic uh, establishment. Yo, I'm all about compassion and forgiveness. But at some point when someone swindles people out of four billion or whatever, how many billions and millions and thousands of dollars all these people lost to this one drug addict? You know, horny twenty-eight-year-old nerd. Check this out. Let's pull up the story. This is from Coin Telegraph. Fear of angry people drove Bankman Freed to open withdrawals for Bahamians. The former FTX CEO has explained why the exchange only reopened withdrawals for Bahamian citizens shortly before filing bankruptcy. Basically, said the reason. He quote: The reason I did it was was critical to the exchange being able to have a future because that's where I am right now. And you do not want to be in a country with a lot of angry people in it. And you do not want your company to be incorporated in a country with a lot of angry people in it. This this is crazy. Wow, dude. This guy's got to be a patsy. You know, he's so out of his depth here. There are people that think that he oh, was front, like it was a front a, yeah. a front machine to funnel money in oh, Ukraine. Yeah. What well, better stuff way like that? Yeah. than to have a, a, a tweaker that's like in his twenties? You know, it's like, hey, let's put him in front of everything. Let's let's make him the fall guy here. And I, I think there's also a lot of mystery about where a lot of his money came from because the company just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then they got promoted by everyone, especially in the corporate media. A lot of people are speculating that. Uh, and this is what I speculated, I think, like two weeks ago on my own members area, specifically that the intelligence agencies took money probably maybe even from the whole Epstein saga and just mm. funneled it into this larger PSYOP, which uh, some people are saying could be a false flag in order to bring in more regulations and control of cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. So if they were people were investing money in FTX, FTX was giving it to Alameda, Alameda was donating it. That's a way for someone to technically donate the money, but funneling it through an exchange and then this, pretending like they in lost partnership it. with the Ukrainian bank. <laughs> so, so wait, FTX was. Yes. So, and the World so, Economic Forum. Here's what we don't know. So the gist of the story is FTX takes in a bunch of money, loans it to Alameda. Alameda makes investments with it. Who did they invest with? The, the, the chain, of, the, 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 the chain of, of currency doesn't stop right there. Mm-hmm. So I have to wonder if whatever was really going on, there's a third party out there that got away with everything. Put it, yep. put it, put it this way. A billion dollars goes in FTX. Let's, let, me, let me stop. Let's, let, let's separate them. For legal legal purposes, Uh, a billion dollars goes to company X. Company X loans 500 million to to company Y. Company Y then invests a million, uh, 10 million dollars in 50 companies. One of those companies is her her good friend who says, don't worry, when it all blows over, I got your back. And now that company is just, oh, we we just invested in this technology. We have nothing to do with anything. And 
That's their investments written down to zero. Sorry. Oh, geez, it's gone. And no one's asking questions about where the money where the money actually went beyond that. It's like Alameda. Okay, what, where else did it go? Uh, well, a lot of it got hacked and, and went off the network. Hacked? FTX, the Excuse day, me. yeah, right. Yeah. Hacked and Ian, when you say ha- you got so they think it was an insider, but the day the news broke, uh, all of a sudden there's a hack in the network. All the money goes to zero and all these people's accounts and 300 million or 400 million just leaves the web, leaves the network. No one knows where. According to the news, I like it says in the article, it's like he was hot on the hackers trail. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, just before it happened. It's um, I don't know exactly who it was because they shut off all access to systems when I was halfway through exploring it. I've narrowed it down to eight people. I don't know which one it was, but I have a pretty decent sense. He says sounds like an insider. Yeah. Like if someone yeah. has access to the security systems of the network Nuts. and um, and then now Sam is saying that he has $100,000 left in his bank account, <laughs> yeah, right. which to me so, indicates he's got money that's not in his bank account. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have said to his yeah, name. Right. Yeah, he, he like put that. it in like, he, he, mm. it's in a shoebox under his mattress. Well, they had he's got uh, crypto wallets with, I mean, I don't want to start making claims about They spent about hundreds stuff. of millions of dollars on real estate. Not, you know, so, so they have a lot of money in assets yeah. as well. So, it sounds like Jurassic Park, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the dude gets mad and then takes the, the, the eggs, but then the whole park collapses. <laughs> It's like, oh no. Instead of crypto. dinos, it's a bunch of tweaking 26-year-old <laughs> crypto nerds. That are just doing unspeakable things to each other. Like eating birds and who knows. <laughs> Is that what they were doing? Well, that's what dinosaurs do. I don't know. I, don't know <laughs> I, I think dinosaurs were birds. Yeah. Yes. Like, feathers, I hear. They, they were vegan. Yes. That's the worst news of them all. The, what? The, the Sam Bankman-Fried was vegan. Oh. <laughs> that explains it. I thought you meant dinosaurs. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. No. Sam Bankman-Fried. You got a problem with vegans? No, I think don't get me started. B deficiency. One of the things was like the drugs he was taking, like that MSAM drug. Apparently, has like it. If you're eating a lot of uh, like meat, it is. Uh, it has like interactions that could cause you to die. And uh, oh, seriously, that's that's I, why I watched some guy like more plates, more dates. Did a whole breakdown on the drugs that he was taking. What's it called? MSAM. Uh, MSAM. Yeah. How many drugs was he on? I don't know the actual number. You know, but. But what, what what did the video say? What else was uh, in that video? Like, was there, was there like SSRIs? Was there like psychotics? Was there uppers, downers? What are we talking about? It was mainly here? uppers and things that like the, the drug he was taking that they were referring to is called MSAM. And it's a drug that basically tricks your dopamine system to like enjoy doing boring behavior, boring tasks. It makes you like it or enjoy it. So like and weaponized Adderall. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say something like that. I don't Makes know. Makes sense. His, uh, his girlfriend, Caroline Ellison, who was the CEO of Alameda, was saying that she has less, I believe I've heard this, this is all secondhand uh, or thirdhand or whatever, but that she has no respect for people that won't take drugs when they work because they just aren't up <laughs> wow. to, they're not I, up to I, speed. I saw that. She said something about amphetamines. Yeah. Like, like people that. don't see the world the same way or something like that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Just yeah. what a drug addled way to talk. It it's makes so you nuts. appreciate how dumb a lot of normal non-medicated people are. Wow. And, and like if you find out how many people are medicated, how many people are just popping Adderall, you'd be shocked. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all around us. Like even I, I won't say, you know, who, but there's some guests here that were just like on it. <laughs> oh, and sure. I, I mean, look, look at uh, what Jordan Peterson he was oh, on yeah. a whole bunch of drugs, recommending yeah. a whole bunch of drugs. And then we saw how that kind of story played out for, for everyone. And I think he's he's not the same person. I think he's a different person. I think he's been damaged by Big Pharma, uh, something that he's been recommending for people throughout his entire career that he became a victim of now, which I hope he sees as a redemption arc <laughs> and, and helps spread the knowledge and information so more people don't get hurt like he did. And Michaela's been pissed lately. I saw a video. She's just uh, for something's been going on, she's outraged about what Jordan has been going, what he went through, and and I don't know, I don't know if there's mm-hmm. new new evidence or news about it, but I heard her talking about it. It's a crazy time, man. Yeah. You know what we need? I want you to imagine this. I want you to imagine 
You walk in your kitchen in the morning, there's a fresh pot of coffee, there's some bacon on a plate and some pancakes, and there's a nice family, they're sitting down for a wholesome breakfast, dad's reading the newspaper, just this calm, serene image of this like photograph of the the, the American golden age, because now our culture is fractured, everybody hates each other for every other reason, maybe social media is the problem, but I just think about that, that's what I was saying about you know Trump's speech when he was announcing he was running, make America great again. Come back to the point where we care about our families, we felt secure in our homes, and we cared about our communities. Because right now, we don't feel safe. People in New York, I mean, are getting pushed in front of trains like crazy. San Francisco is going to put explosives on robots. Everybody's screaming at each other and hate each other for every other reason. And it's just like, man, it's all its all just like... Yeah, I went back to Ohio uh, last weekend with, to hang out with my family at my parents' house. It's really refreshing. And I, I yeah. sit on the back porch and I'm looking out at the cemetery beyond our backyard and thinking like, I'm, in my whole life, I never was worried that someone was going to come up here with a gun and shoot me in my parents' back porch. And I'll get these waves of that now. It's just like, because it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's social Dude. media. Maybe it's the the high radiation coming off these screens. I don't know. There's a, there's a video out of New York. There's a cop just walking down the street and a guy walks up to him and just executes them yeah, yeah i saw that too it's crazy yeah so we got to figure something out you know this this story about like man i don't know how you restore accountability well you people should be culture. armed people should be armed okay well yeah. yes well we have a broken system that that is built on breaking people like people are destroyed people are you know medicating themselves drugging themselves where they don't even consciously exist in our human ex- in our in our human life so I, I think, you know, the problem is not just with diet, but with mental health, physical health, spiritual health. I think all of it is at an all-time low, and there's a lot of seething, very powerful people sucking off of that and built a system that they empower themselves because of that suffering. And, that, and, and this is why I think a lot of the suffering is deliberate, and I think they, because it's profitable. And, I, and how else can you argue it? Because Keep people medicated, happy, and consuming. That's, yes. that's all that they Short-term care Short-term dopamine pleasures of things that don't actually matter and don't, don't mean nothing. Planned obsolescence, just consumer capitalism where they want you to buy something that falls apart. They want you to stay depressed so that you're constantly looking outside of yourself yep. for a solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go the exactly. TV or the, the drug or the sugar or the, the shirt or the... <laughs> I can go on and these, on the video these game. Uh, authoritarian utopian worldviews that some people have that what they don't understand is that if you have a unified culture you don't need an iron fist if people are working towards common goals and common interests if they if they believe and respect similar things then you don't need to go and lock someone to force them china wouldn't need to do the things they're doing the problem is for whatever happen whatever whatever it is everywhere the cohesion is being is, is breaking down. It's breaking apart. The glue that holds societies together is 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 dissolving. One of the things Ye said when he came on the show a few days ago was before the show was like, "What do I? How do I win a presidential election?" I wasn't in the room. You guys were talking about it, and you were like, "I don't know ballot. I like ballot harvest. harvest well, or whatever. at first I said something like, "I'm not the guy for that," and then he said, "You ignored my question," and then yeah. I was like, "Ballot harvesting." So, but what I what I, <laughs> what, what I really think we need is a, is a is a shared vision, a belief in, in reality. Like we need something to live for, to believe in. And that's like space elevators and graphene. Like we need to excite people about the future that we can all come together and believe in. And then you're not going to be worried that your neighbor's coming over to steal your chicken, you know, because we both have a, a shared future. So you have the fake version of it, like North Korea. 
where yeah. no one really feels like they're working together. They're being forced to, and they, yeah. they hate it. But they do have some kind of uh, cultural cohesion, but at the barrel of a gun. <laughs> I feel like the United States, uh, if you go back a wa- uh, if you go back a long time, it, it, people people assume that we had it. Like when I say like, oh, you're in the kitchen and there's breakfast and everything. But there was always some kind of conflict. It's just worse now for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's going to get worse. I'm actually feeling like with Elon buying Twitter, we could be moving towards something better. And, I, and, I, and I'll say this. It may be that the cohesion is there, but the, the narrative is that it's not. For example, right. Elon did this poll about reinstating Donald yes. Trump. And then it was like, what, 52% to 48. Yeah. And he said it was interesting to see the bots attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he does another poll. Should I reinstate and grant amnesty? And then it's 72%. Now, hold on there a minute. Mm-hmm. How is it that you have this major swing in opinion? It, could it be that all the leftists left because he brought Trump <laughs> back? Or could it be that bots were, were manipulating public opinion to make it seem like everyone supported the bunk? And then as soon as and then Elon did that Trump poll as a test. Yeah. Caught the bots, found their IPs, removed them, did another poll as a test, cleaned it up. Yeah, he actually replied to like someone saying that. And then like, uh, I, I forgot exactly the reply, but like, uh, essentially to your point that like that was a honey a honey pot to find the bots um, and the thing is like you you said the narrative isn't there so to your point too about the poll the poll for free speech 70 percent 72 percent of users support uh, reinstating accounts but there's this narrative out there for advertisers that they're scared um, to advertise on the platform because of hate and disinformation so it isn't the people that are afraid of all of this stuff and freedom of speech because user growth is going up. People are using the platform more and signing up more. So that should excite advertisers. It's the media and everyone else who are trying to derail this whole thing, trying to drive the narrative, but they're losing, They're clearly losing the narrative. Um, and again, they have not reckoned with a force like Elon before. But, it's been fun. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. everything's been going on on Twitter. It's been exciting. It's fun. This is like one of the best. We I, I got to say, like, despite all the weird stuff, what, what what y'all need to understand is as crazy as Monday was. This is like one of the best weeks that I think we here like we've ever had just across the board. For one, yeah, thank we had Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope everybody got to have a good time. Then we have this ridiculous show that's all crazy. Everybody's losing it. But uh, watching the stuff with Elon, election interference, releasing the Twitter files, I'm like, man, it's been a good week. Yeah. It's I'm, been, it's I'm, been I'm a lot. It. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been, how, do you, how are you enjoying being on, on Twitter? How has been the, the experience of being in Twitter in jail for so long changed you? And how is this new Twitter affecting you? It's it's just like a, like a stimulation overload. I, I describe it because so I was actually out celebrating like I mean, I was out uh, at my brother's band, actually. Um, when Donald Trump got reinstated. So um, right after I was having a bunch of the House Freedom Caucus members like um, texting me saying that they're replying to Elon, telling them to reinstate myself. Um, 20 minutes later, I was reinstated um, after those tweets were sent. So it was like an hour after Trump was reinstated. I was the first account after Trump to be reinstated. Um, And so like all of that at once hitting me. And then like a couple days later, Elon replying to me, and it's just been like absolutely insane and when, it's hard to process it. When you came back on Twitter, did you have like, like how, how, long, how long ago were you suspended? Like two and a half years. It was April 2020. Did you have notifications and like messages <laughs> so from back then? I have a screen. So I have a screenshot uh, or like a screen record of my phone was like 
I could not use it because of the amount of notifications. <laughs> wow. um, and I also got this welcome back banner from Twitter. That's nice. It was super, I'm like, this is a new Twitter that I'm experiencing, but my phone was unusable for like phone calls and I was trying to shut like the notifications off so I can use it, but I'm getting text calls. Um, Charlie Kirk shouted me out right away. Benny shouted me out. Jack, like all of these people were shouting me out. So I was gaining, I gained, so I got suspended with 85,000 followers. Um, I now have like 200K. So I gained like almost double what I had in one night. So it was like melting my phone. You said you didn't know what caused it, but what, what was the ban? Like what was the situation around when the yes. suspension happened? So originally, so I, I posted this meme that they had. So Joe Biden's campaign put up this thing where you'd post your picture and say, uh, say Alex stands with uh, Joe Biden and it would be you next to the Joe Biden logo. So I turned it into a meme and I said, Xi Jinping stands with Joe Biden. Um, so Mike Cernovich quoted it back then and he said, uh, watch the media spin this into like manipulated media because that was a popular thing at the time. Dan Scavino had just got hit with like a video that was out of context, supposedly. Um, so like at 20 minutes after that, my account was suspended. So like I put two and two together. I'm like, I just posted this. I just saw like his, you know, um, hypothesis of what it could be a violation. Um, and I assumed that was it. So they came out and said that was not the reason um, and that it was for platform manipulation and spam without going into further details. And you still have no details? Yes. Yeah, so um, I would do like the regular appeals process and I'd get back different details. And li like I was saying earlier, so on the day I was uh, reinstated, I actually got one back that said I was in violation of hateful conduct and uh, targeted harassment, which I've never engaged in. Um, so they would just spit back these random reasons. Uh, and, and originally Twitter, they said, we'll show you the piece of content that like violated and which rule it violated. Like back in 2015 when there were, it was one sheet of rules and not a whole page of links. Um, so yeah, I don't know the exact violation. They have refused to tell me. It's funny back when it happened. So um, a friend at the White House reached out to Twitter apparently trying to get answers and a friend at the FCC also did. They said, uh, the quote from the guy at the FCC is the White House already reached out on this and they're pushing back uh, they're adamant that they're you're not going to be let back on the platform. Higher ups are. That was from the VP of comms at the time. At the FCC? Um, at at uh, Twitter. VP of comms to the guy at the FCC. And then now what are you doing with your newfound uh, fame and, and I've wealth? Been enjoying, I've been enjoying <laughs> my wealth. I've been enjoying I mean, it's only been, I think, like, uh, I think it's like nine days now. Uh, I mean, this this week's been absolutely insane. So it's hard hard to control like the days and everything. But, you know. It's been insane. What advice do you have for people that have experienced what you experienced? Um, so I've been actually trying to help get people replatformed. I, I know it's it's all at once right now with everyone being uh, mass amnesty and everything. I've actually helped, um, I believe, get a few people back on Sven Hernandez and Marjorie Taylor Greene. So I was encouraging people because this is the way I got uh, re reinstated is replying to Elon's recent tweets with like a, a hashtag, bring them back. And then also like the exact username, like a lot of the, the mistakes people are making is like bring back XYZ and they're like just putting their name. Elon Musk doesn't know who those people are. People at Twitter don't know who those people are. You have to tag their username. So reply to Elon Musk or, you know, people in his circle um, to get the attention. But I, I think there's probably going to be more guidance next week because, well, this week they're going to be rolling out like blue verified and everything. So their focus is on that. But there's going to be more guidance uh, as to like what smaller accounts need to be uh, if they have to reapply for 
um, an appeal or how to actually get it back. But right now, I think that's the best way. Is replying. I need to I need to point something out for uh, everybody listening. YouTube was having problems earlier today. Mm-hmm. It was down for for some people, and people are noticing that the frame rate dropped to like five seconds, five frames per second, super yeah. slow. Mm-hmm. And were uh, we talking about the CIA? That's happened before, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? It's like, I, but I, this is what I want to point out. There have been instances where Luke, like I, Luke, went more than one. Luke will go off on, say, like the CIA, and then people watching will see the video just freeze <laughs> and like the loading thing, and then it comes back and Luke's not talking. He's not, we're talking about something else. Oh my god! There's been a bunch of stuff like that, but that has happened before, and maybe it's just nonsense. Maybe it's no just way a coincidence. Know. There's yeah. no way to know. But uh, you know, uh, I'm I, I'm seeing in our live monitor something obviously happening. Yeah. People are obviously talking about it. Our, our our tech people are on it. I can actually see something. It doesn't look like it's on our end, but I'm not entirely sure. No, we're well, the views end. also dropped off. There was about like 40, No, but it's been on the fritz. It's been going crazy. It was at like 53, then it dropped down to like yeah. four. I'm, and I'm like, well, this is now weird. Now it's at like 40,000. YouTube's busted. Yeah. Let's put it that way. And, yeah. uh, you know, I had a phone call with them. And uh, actually, let's... Uh, let, let you want to talk about that? Yeah. So uh, let me let me pull up this uh, this tweet here. Uh, this is what I tweeted. Google is trying to get YouTubers to lobby on their behalf to protect the current iteration of Section 230. You'll start to notice videos and social posts defending it. These are not organic. I have another call with Google about it today. That was 12 hours ago. And then I posted at about 5 p.m. Google, unfortunately, canceled my call with them. Section 230 is vital to a free and open Internet, but big tech should not be free to editorialize and be immune at the same time. So basically what's happened is uh, it, it is Gonzalez v. Google. I, I, I could be getting it wrong, but my understanding is that YouTube had recommended terror videos or something to somebody because it's automatic, right? Mm-hmm. And then they said, ah, that you provided support to them by, by giving them access to the system or something to that effect. Or people were able to search for it and find it. And so you are choosing to recommend it. And now with the Supreme Court granting um, cert, whatever the full word is, they're actually going to be hearing this case and, and YouTube's freaking out. I think the reason the guy, the, the, I think the reason the guy canceled on me is because I kind of went off on him. I wish I could hear that conversation. But, but the issue is basically that YouTube is saying, no, you can't hold us responsible for what people say, which is the platform that bans anyone who says things we don't like and then chooses to highlight the things we like specifically. That's insane. Yeah. Featuring. Mm-hmm. Featuring is like an inherent mm-hmm. uh, publishing uh, tactic and i think like when it was originally obviously when it was conceived um the internet was smaller and everything um but i think it was given in good faith too that they would actually take action against you know illegal content because obviously they they knew that you know they couldn't control everything that was on the internet at once that's why they had liability protections is because you know uh, say on twitter like Thousands of users are posting every day. Uh, they can't catch everything in real time. But that's the thing. I, I believe they gave it to them in good faith that they would right. target, you know, the like I, I was bringing up earlier, the illegal content, the most important and like harmful content, rather than the EU worried about misinformation or uh, hate speech or whatever they want to say um, that they're going after right now. So I, yeah. I, read a, I read a story about New York that uh, some of you may have heard me reference before. When they when they banned public drinking, there was a, like a city council member or something who said, let this law not ever be misconstrued to say that a man can't enjoy a beer with his lunch. It was specifically about drunkards strolling about causing problems. Well, now you can't enjoy a beer with lunch mm-hmm. because the law gets written and then everyone just, oh, that's what it says. 
So you take a look at what happens with the law in Section 230. They're like, hey, you can't be held responsible if someone else posts something. And then they go, yeah, but can we take stuff up, take stuff down? They're like, well, no, because then you're editorializing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hold on, man. Like, what if someone posts something illegal? I got to take it down, right? Oh, good point. Okay. So if you're taking if you're taking things down that are obscene, lewd, or, or illegal, illegal, then you, you can take it down and can't be considered a publisher of content if you're choosing. And then they went, okay. So now we're going to ban conservatives. And that's where we're at. Yeah, obscene mm-hmm. is very, very yeah. vague word. I think, I think Antifa is obscene. <laughs> Ban them all. Yeah, the no, I'm kidding. They're allowed. They're allowed. They're allowed to say their 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 ideas, whether they're good or bad, and um, uh, uh, they shouldn't be allowed to advocate for violence or organize violent events, which they were doing. Yes. Now that Elon's uh, in, they're getting banned. Surprise, surprise! Mm-hmm. Child exploitation getting banned. Yeah, it's really sickening and crazy what was going on before before they intervened. Mm-hmm. But I have to wonder at the same time if this is what we're seeing now with with Twitter. What will happen to YouTube if they lose? Not, not all of their immunity, because this is just about recommendations. Do they fall under the protections? What would happen to them? Are they going to be able to pick and choose and play politics? That means Jimmy Kimmel, no more. You go to the front page of YouTube, no more Mr. Beast, no more Jimmy Fallon. Bye-bye. Nothing. You got to search. You got to find it. Reverse chronological feed, baby. Yeah, it should be a reverse chronological by default. And then I think it should be, you should be able to create your own algorithm. Mine says this. It's kind of, I haven't messed with it much, but you can create your own, what do you want to get fed? Like, do yeah. you like golf do you like dogs hey i got a crazy idea if you search for someone you actually find yeah. them yeah. right <laughs> you know right. like that's whoa yeah Here, that, that's a big one there google i want <laughs> i want 10 percent on that one you know what i think they'll do is they'll start recommending channels instead of videos on the front page you'll go to the mm-hmm. front page and it'll say mr beast it'll say and they'll just say these are these are channels that other people have liked and they're not promoting any speech or recommending speech then they recommend an individual. And if the individual says something, well, then it's like, well, that's their video. That's, we didn't recommend that video. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the way it might go. So they'll still keep playing dirty. We need a hard reform on Section 230. Google should not be held responsible for the things that any of us here say, but they should not be allowed to suppress the content at the same time, propping up the ideas they like, suppressing the ideas they don't like. That's weird, the, the idea of suppression, because if two people come to me and they're like, here, show everyone my book. I'm like, well, I have to pick one. The one I choose doesn't mean I'm suppressing the other guy. I just chose the one. No, 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 no. But it Hold turns on. out it is a form of suppression, I guess, if I'm supposed to be That's a not neutral what I'm arbiter. Saying. That's not what I'm saying. At the, I, I respect the point that if there's limited space and they, only, they can only show some videos, then they are highlighting videos. They're not suppressing you. If, if, if there's a system where they say, if you get 10 views in 10 minutes, we're going to put you in, in, the, in the hot new video section. And then they go to you and say, except you. Yeah, that's suppression. <laughs> for sure. Rules for, for, for everyone except you. You get a special class of, of rules that limit what people can find. Yeah. Unblacklist accounts. But then they're afraid. What they're afraid of is that grandma's going to go to YouTube.com and they're going to see white nationalism and racism and militantism and all this stuff. They're like, just because it's popular doesn't mean it's good, you know, but it might be the du jour, like the thing of the day. So they want to try to curate that front yeah. area for the landing page. And, that, and that's the challenge. Imagine if anyone, uh, ima- like the, the, the amount of censorship that we have now. Imagine if they had this level of control in speech during the civil rights movement. There'd be no civil rights movement. They, they, oh, this is upsetting to people. There's protests. It's bad. It's aggressive. We're going we're gonna to silence and shut down. You know, they did try. They tried stopping people, but people still had constitutional rights. Not all of them were, were, as, protected, were as protected, obviously. People had to hard, these, these rights were hard fought. But today, because communications are happening on private companies, 
They're eliminating anyone who speaks out. And we're not talking about the, the white nationalists or the neo-Nazis because they should be condemned totally. Now, we're talking about people who believe in free speech, anti-war activists, people who want government reforms, people who oppose, say, taxation. These are people who are getting shut down. Yeah, anti-war is big because I was very against the war in Iraq and I was very vocal about it on YouTube and YouTube was so down with it. They were like, yeah, the people at the time were, were also anti-war, but that doesn't always isn't always the case. You know, in the Ukraine thing, like there's people in the media that want that. They yeah. want conflict over there for some reason. They want like Putin needs to be stopped. Putin needs to be. And you're like, no, well, that's the thing. I mean, if, you're, if, if you do not want war in World War Three, like you saw like Elon Musk, like tweet about it, then you're automatically pro Russia. It's like, OK, maybe we should go to peace talks or whatever. Everyone automatically paints you as pro Russia. It, it's just insane. That's it's crazy. Elon Musk tries saying, hey, guys, let's not have war. And then all of the votes are like, no, we want war. That, that, I think that was a big moment for him when he was like, OK, I got to buy Twitter, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, though. But, you know, to go back to the, the Starlink stuff, it really sounds like he's planned this for a long time. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see that, you know, Twitter is starting to be improved and fixed. And uh, Michael Tracy had a really great tweet. He was like, these are the rules from 2015. 15. It just said, don't post in threats of violence or incitement. Everything else, that's your problem. And he was like, we should go back to that. And Elon Musk said, makes sense. But it's got to be imminent threats of violence, Elon. Make sure there's a time and a date and a specific thing. Like someone coming up and be like, I'm going to kill you. That's not an imminent threat of violence. If they say I'm going to kill you on a certain day at a place, then you're creating illegal activity. So Ian it's loves legal. his threats of violence. It's legal to, to do vague <laughs> threats. It is legal under the U.S. Constitution, you know. If it's not, if it's not, uh, well, DMs too is like different from like, say, if you just tweeted something randomly that like, say it was like a rap lyric or, you know, something like that versus like you're harassing someone in their DMs saying, you know, I'm going to come and harm you. I think those w are what's the difference exactly? Um, so one is targeted at a, another person rather than just on the platform itself, I would say. Like if you, you mean like a general post, this is like at. ALX, yes. I'm coming. Yeah. Or, yeah, I think I think DMs should be, I think those are more serious because that's more personal. Um, because that's directing it directly at you. And then the other thing is, too, with, like, public officials, too, they get, like, so many mentions. I, I, I forget which elected official uh, pointed this out the other day, that they got, like, a, they blamed Elon Musk, essentially, for it. They're like, this is what speech is allowed on your platform. The problem is... It's not allowed on the platform. They don't tell people to report it rather than like this elected official will like screenshot it and put a tweet up. The question is, number one, if they felt uh, at risk, did they contact law enforcement? Number one. Number two, did they even r report that to Twitter? So how is Twitter even going to take that down if they didn't report it? So I think one of the things that Twitter should be doing, too, for all of these people that are complaining is put put the ball back in their court. Say, if you don't want to see Donald Trump's tweets block him here is the new feature um for mutes because they have like that mute feature nobody uses it it's great so that yeah so they have um the hate speech list um someone asked they said what what denotes hate speech and they said it's not a list i came up with it's one the company already has why don't they make that a custom filter on like the mute button where you can just toggle that off oh, mute, yeah. mute hate speech so the user gets to choose Rather than what he, his philosophy was, which like I kind of disagree with, is freedom of speech is not necessarily freedom of reach. But it's because what they're actually mad about is not that they see it, it's that you see it. They don't want yes. other exactly. people exactly. to see these things. Yeah. So That's, the let's let's, let's, let's jump crazy. to this, uh, this tweet right here, and we'll get in one last segment for, uh, for today. From K-Ron4News, 
San Francisco police clarified that it would not arm robots with guns. Instead, they would be equipped with explosives. Well, okay, that's the future I was looking forward to. A robot dog runs up to you and you go, oh, God, and then it blows up. That's crazy. And it would be like a focused explosion. So it would go in one direction towards its target. And the robot would probably be fine. Like a Claymore rumba. I was driving in my Tesla the other day. And it's got Elon announced everyone's getting full self-driving now. And it really is crazy to experience the steering wheel spinning by itself and just going. Oh, it just auto-updated the car? So Elon, ro- the Tesla rolled out all full self-driving for everybody. You flick a little tab on the screen and then all of a sudden your car's auto-driving. I'm on, a, it's like a three-lane, uh, six-lane highway, like three and three. And there's, it, it, there's a median. If you want to turn, because it's a big highway in the middle of nowhere, you pull into the median and wait. And so this truck pulls in and stops and I'm and I and I'm so, it, my car's in self driving. Got my hands on the wheel, and then just slams the brakes on, because it assumed that there was something in the median coming towards us. I don't even know why, and that's very very dangerous. But you know what? You can counteract that by just tapping the accelerator, and it dis, it cancels the braking and keeps going. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be like, hey, hey, you made a mistake, car, right? Now imagine they get a robot dog with a bomb on it, and it makes that kind of mistake. The only yeah. difference is it explodes in front of you, and you can't tap a brake to make it stop. Mm-hmm. So how are you guys doing? Are we looking forward to our San Francisco killer police robot future? What do we got? People were masking up. You've got facial recognition. <laughs> is that part of why we've introduced masks is because people are, are they going to be able to recognize your face with a mask on? Is that what they're trying to do? Uh, Man, I don't know. I think they could the recognize you based of off your, your, uh, your, um, the way you walk, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, the yeah, way you smell. Type. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the way you use the internet, the way you use a mouse, they could find out who you are and set up a specific pattern. They have gait recognition. If you're wearing a mask and walking, it can see how you're moving and then go, we know that is. Man, the idea that a robot could walk up to someone and blow them up on the street is freaking nuts. Especially in this country, that's freaking nuts. I had had a crazy thought because Elon Musk is doing that Neuralink update, implant in your brain. Then we're talking about X-Phone and Starlink. I want you to imagine this future. When you're born, the doctor says, do you want us to do the Neuralink now? Yes. Oh, he's getting Neuralinked. And they put the Neuralink in the brain. Then, as you're getting older, at this point, Starlink is substantially more powerful. You are networked via satellite with your brain your entire life. So you're walking around. You don't have a phone. You're just getting the data beamed to your brain. And you're thinking back and beaming data back and like, Elon's the kind of Living guy that would forever. give you. He'd give I don't you, know about that. He'd give you the mental power to shut down drones from a distance with your thoughts. But Not you. No, Elon would give the individual the ability to shut those robot dogs down. He's that kind of rebel, but he's not going to necessarily be in charge the whole time. Perhaps. I don't, I don't know if, if Elon would do that. I kind of feel like they'll have the power to shut you down. You'll be walking around and you'll, and you'll walk into a pastry shop and you'll say, I'll have, you'll walk into a Starbucks, I'll have the um, egg bites and the cold brew pumpkin spice. And they're going to go, that'll be $5. And you'll go, okay. Okay, just, just a minute. Something's wrong. Uh, sorry, sir, if you can't pay. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. It's not connecting. What's happening? And, you'll be, and then, I, I, and then I, I all got, of a sudden. I got to report to the barracks. No, no, all of a sudden you, your... you, you get, um, you hear in your own mind, you have been disconnected for heart, hurtful thoughts. I cut you off. You were, you were thinking to the network. I'm imagining like if we get to the point where it is Neuralink, people are getting brain implants. Starlink's going to like, yo, he's building more than just one thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You like think your car pulls up, you get it, then you're connected to the network again. No it, escape. The, yep. That's uh, what I said earlier. A PSYOP within a PSYOP. 
Um, and people could even find someone through their heartbeat. I mean, there's the technology is is advancing so fast, and already it's being abused by so many powerful people in so many horrible ways. With it becoming more integrated into our lives, with it having more power over our lives, the people screwing us over with the technology that already exists will only screw us over even more. So you think it's bad now, it's probably going to get a lot worse. I started doing this thing where I was thinking words instead of saying them to people. Like I started, I started making YouTube videos in 06 and I was like, well, let's just tell all my past secrets. Let's get this out of the way because they're distracting me. They're getting in my mind when I'm trying to have fluid thoughts. So I was like, oh, my grandpa used to grab me when I was a kid and abusive. Like, and I would be all honest about these horrible things from my past, things that I did. And uh, all of a sudden I had complete control of my thoughts. I no longer had racing thoughts. I just have an empty brain where I can create any words I want at any time for the most part. And I think that's how you counteract this neural net crap with them trying to read your thoughts. You don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can make it hear what you want it to hear. That's a perfect Ianism. I love it. <laughs> that was good. Um, but, you know, it's funny, but you make a point. Uh, I don't know how... I think the challenge is it takes a strong meditative mind to counteract a probe in your brain. You know what I mean? Like try and clear your mind and think of nothing when you also have that trope of don't think of a white fence and then you immediately do. And it's Ooh. like, you can't do anything about it, man. That's that. Or, you see Ghostbusters when Ray, they're like, no one think anything. He's like, oh, and the Stay puff Marshmallow Man. Comes <laughs> out, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First thing that came into my mind. Man, That's moves. Gozer, you know, don't think about anything. So I guess I wonder, you know, are we all being led by Elon Musk, the, the Pied Piper? It's like the walrus and the carpenter, and he's dancing around, and we're all dancing along with him, about to go around the corner and get I feel like he would know that he would see that in the distance, that he would know that he could be used as a honeypot, so like he would have some protections beforehand. I'm saying he's doing it on purpose. Like I'm saying, is it possible that he's like, I'm here for free speech, everyone support me, and he gets everybody rallying behind him, because he knows where public opinion is. He starts doing these things that won't stop his technological advancements or plans. And, you know, maybe he thinks it'll be a good thing. You know, we'll, we'll end all the hate when everyone's wired into each other's brains. It's just confusing what his motivation would be, though. Like, because like I said earlier, it's like, what's money to him? Like, I mean, suppose he wants to do that. Like, doesn't that, like, make him even more busy than he already is? Like, he, he just, like, owns everything now? Like, yeah, would he be, like elected like a ruler at that point because he would be more powerful than the government at that point i mean he wants to go to mars yeah and 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 i was i was talking about this a bit earlier and i think we talked we may have talked, mentioned it here we we have um there are a lot of human beings that don't contribute uh to anything i, I don't think people are uh, required or obligated to contribute to anything humans are free to go and live on a farm and live their lives and be happy but if you're if you're looking at a shared mission of the United States, it's like so few people are working towards any kind of shared goal. Whereas in like World War Two, you had basically everybody working together. So if you're someone like Elon and uh, you want to colonize Mars, you want to go to other planets, you, you need a substantially larger amount of active people working towards this infrastructure. Elon says we need more people. He's right. More people means more specialties, means more technology, means better human, better capabilities for man. But we have a lot of people who do nothing, you know, like people who are just like dancing in Times Square. Now, I got no beef with Times Square dancers. I think this stuff's really cool, but it's not going to contribute for the most part to any kind of space travel or worldview or world vision of someone like Elon Musk. It may be relaxing and fun to watch. It may be entertaining. That's good for you. But 
there's certainly a lot of people that aren't doing things in the direction that a powerful individual might want. So let's assume Elon Musk says it is imperative that humanity travels to the stars because he really believes it. Well, then, of course, he would want massive control over the narrative to to create a space where everyone is working towards a goal that he desires. What is money? That's a good point. Elon can only buy so much. But if you control the culture of an entire country, they will willfully start building your rocket ships. Yeah, manpower. That's one of the greatest things money can get you is manpower. But people will do that for free if they believe in you. And it's not. And and, but there's also limits too. some people will be like, you can't pay me enough and I don't need your money. You you make you make a culture or community or or a group of people want to do it. And then you don't got to you don't got to worry about. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm looking pretty sound. I'm really looking forward to interviewing Elon. Probably get him on the show pretty soon. I would imagine. I don't know how busy he is over at Twitter HQ. Can you yeah, set Elon, it up, Alex? I mean, I, I mean, uh, uh, Ian is very confident. <laughs> like, yeah. there's often where like Ian will be in the beginning of the show, like we got, we should get Brad Pitt on the show. And I'm like, sure, <laughs> dude, like, that'd be good. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pop culture crisis too. Right. Yeah, if we could. Confidence we could. plays, man. It's like I don't. Deep down, I'm an insecure child. Like everything, I'm like terrified. Like I'm, I'm. This is all an act, you know. This whole Ian Crossland character I've built. But I do believe, like we had Kanye on a couple of days ago, like the, this yeah. is it, man. We're coming together and we're going to build a space elevator. Reach for the stars. <laughs> yeah. Is, and elongate your spine while you're doing it, you know? I'm just uh, like, Ian, how are we supposed to book these people? You know? One step at a time. Baby. Who else do you guys Elon. want? What, what, what's the biggest guest do you think you guys we I could get? I would love to get Ron Paul on the show. Love to. I don't know what yeah. his status is, how, how he's feeling. We got to go to Texas. We'd yeah, have to we, to we, we have to go. Let's to, set it up. Ba- Let's ba- go. There's there's a lot of people who are uh, work with and are fans of Ron Paul who have already told us like we have to go to Texas and we can make something happen. Let's set it up. Let's do this. Ron, Elon, I'd like to get what about um, you? Chris uh, Pavlovsky, Bill Ottman, Elon Musk, like a bunch of CEOs of tech companies on. But the Kanye. biggest the biggest guest uh, for for the show, what would it be? Klaus Schwab. Yeah, I, I he's agree. in DC. I, I would love to sit down oh, with him. Yeah, he's, he's in DC. Yeah, he, he was he at is. the old Klaus. Trump. Come on the show. Yeah, I, I would love to talk to Mister Mister Klaus, and I would love to talk to Mister Gates as well. Klaus uh, is going to be like. What about you, Serge? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say Klaus is going to be like. There are too many people in Zelva. <laughs> so we have to get rid of them. There's just too many of them. <laughs> Who do you want to see? Uh, I'd love to speak to Elon as well. Just this is South African in me wants to speak to a fellow South African. That's about it. Yeah, I just yeah. say Elon. Like typically, when people are like, "Who would you rather have on the show?" Like, "Who would you want to get on the show?" I'm like, "I don't handle booking." You know, Cassandra <laughs> right. messages and finds people, and before that was Lydia. But if I there, there's sometimes where I'll hit somebody up and be like, "Yo, yo, come hang out." Like, I'd love to have you on the show. Elon, definitely. Mm. Putin, Putin, <laughs> Kim Jong Un. All of you guys, you guys have an invite here to oh my have gosh. this conversation. Zelensky would be a spectacular guest. Imagine. What is he going through right now? I mean, why does, not? Does, right? does Kim Jong-un speak English? I believe so. He went to Swiss school, so right, I imagine right. yeah. he does. Yes. That would, I would, that's, that's a good point. I would absolutely Let's love go to, Korea. to talk to him. <laughs> why not? Go to North Korea. At the DMZ. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. We did crazier stuff. Who would be your favorite guest to have on? Probably else? Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon, right. the time is hot. Yeah, yeah. it is. Well, I, I just think Elon's doing so much good. You know, as much as I mention, there's like, maybe he's got an agenda and stuff like that. It's because I'm not going to give anybody a guarantee. Like, I'm not going to assume trust in anybody. But I, on the surface, the things that, that he's doing are, are absolutely admirable. Yeah. 100%. And he's extremely busy. So I think the only way we would be able to do it is if we go to him, set up a studio, maybe outside of Twitter HQ or anything, That'd and just like, ass. come in, come out. Right. Um, and and so, so not to waste it. Yeah, at, at Twitter, in and out, really quick. 
They got, uh, they got the infrastructure. We yeah. could probably set up a studio in the building. For make make it reasonable so days. he doesn't have to fly or, or spend a lot of time. We do the show on Twitter. We stream it on Twitter. Oh, and then cool. Elon tweets it out. And then that's um, us having a fantasy vision of what the best possible. Or that's the that. way that's the way we launched Twitter's partner yep. program. There it is. Ah, right. Um, um, I am down. Uh, absolutely. Officially crossing over, officially moving over to a new platform that's going to be way better than, you know, <laughs> and, and officially launching the, you know, this new media, this new media. Think about, think, so here, imagine this guys, for everybody listening, if we were on Twitter and there was an easy, like you go to, you go to twitter.com slash Timcast and then it just says like live, there'll be like a tab that says live now, you click it and then you'll get this video feed and you can click retweet. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Think yeah. about how big the show would be if like everybody just clicked retweet right there yes. and it got shared to all these feeds. So that, that's why I'm like, I would absolutely love to stream to Twitter. It exists. They don't have, you know, the super chat function, stuff like that. But uh, that would be fantastic. So that's why I said to, you know, I tweeted at Elon. I was like, do these things. It'd be fantastic. It's not yeah, that you can't read. He's probably post. setting up super chats. Like, why right. wouldn't he? That's the way of beat, beating out the advertisers On YouTube, too. That's what I was we got to go to super chats right now. As a matter of fact, so if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at timcast.com because we're, we're gonna we're gonna have a members only show coming up for you around 11 p.m. You don't want to miss it. But for the time being, we will talk to you guys. So uh, let's see what you got. Grafty says, "Peck the like button, be the notification." Thank you, Grofty. We uh, have a shed we just shipped out to Cocktown. Going to give the roosters uh, an expanded home. Oh, nice. Yeah, winter's coming. They need a place. And now they have a big, massive thing coming in. So we're really excited. We got too many roosters. Um, there's a couple that I think are safe from being consumed, like uh, Roberto, of course. He's mm. the king. And Isaac, the son of Sarah. He is absolutely uh, safe. He's a big dude. He's a Brahma. The Black Stars, though, we have so many of them. This is Vanessa and Dorothy's sons. They're aggressive, and they look mighty edible, but Chris does not want to eat any of them. Chris. So. <laughs> he doesn't want to eat them. He's just enjoying watching them grow. Yeah, yeah. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, bravo to your segments today. Call out fools after the system. The website is all you's need. I also want to shout out Surge.com for those impressive buttons as of late. His progress is noticeable. Oh, oh, there you thank go. you much, Raymond. Appreciate it. Surge.com, that's the website? No, that's just my moniker. It's oh. from the DJ days, yeah. Do you have a website? Uh, I don't. I should ask you to help me do that. But sure. I mean, I can figure it out, I'm sure. Yeah, it's easy. All right, yeah. Doomer Humor says, Section 230 should be repealed to bring the chaos needed for a real ca conversation. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm kind of like, you know what's funny? Is um, people project their motivations on other people. That's like a normal thing. And so I just want to, I, I, I just long for that moment where I can explain to the, the, the clout chasers and the trolls on Twitter that like, if Section 230 got nuked and we got removed from notifications, I would just be laughing as loud as possible. If tomorrow we got cut off from everything, I'd just be like, I got my van ready and there is the river and I'm going to go chill I will play Spelunky until the sun goes down. Actually, I'd probably play World of Warcraft or something. Not bad. The, the OG Warcraft. Pick up the rogue know. again. That, always rogue. Always. You know, it's only I think I like playing. I was just thinking when about I play a priest. I was playing Overwatch. I like playing Sombra because I like stealth. It's just like the element of surprise is so effective. Genji. 
big fan of Genji. Genji's okay. I I, I like uh, the, the the two characters I like playing the most are probably Sombra and and Diva. Hey, worst case scenario, yeah, Diva's nasty. She's good in uh, right. Heroes of the Storm too. Um, what if they repealed Section Two Thirty outright? What's like the worst case pos possible thing that would start happening after that? They, if there was no Section Two Thirty, yeah, then YouTube would if if word was coming down that Section Two Thirty was going away, YouTube would go to all of the major networks and get a liability waiver from them. They would go to a handful of big creators and then they would ban everybody else because they could get sued. <sighs> yeah, yeah, they would they would they would uh, they would probably create. Yeah, they that so it's not about whether you get sued. It's about the fact that YouTube gets sued hundred thousand times in a single day. And it's impossible for them to deal with. So Section 230 is very important. But I, I think that's just like a basic understanding. Like YouTube's not speaking these things. We are. But Section 230 also grants them immunity to editorialize and promote whoever they want. I disagree. That's wrong. If you, if you choose to promote someone, then I think you should be responsible. Right now, Google is giving $13 million for fact-checking. And I'm like, if you pay for it, you should be responsible. But Section 230 says you can pay for the content. Publish on your front page and still be immune from liability. How the does that make sense? Yeah. All right, let's read some more. What do we got? Ron C says, T-Mobile and Starlink have announced a satellite-based service for 2024. Yo, I'm so stoked on that. That's great. I mean, I guess it'll be, uh, I guess it'll be interesting, man. Thomas Larson says, free mobile phones. The image is even purple. The colors and the plan of the villain from the first Kingsman movie. Do you guys see that? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. He gives everybody a free uh, phone and like cell connection. Yeah, that's right. And then he can turn on a device that plays a sound that triggers the aggression, aggression centers of the brain. and makes everyone want to fight each other. Right. So that they all kill each other. Whoa. Yeah, he was like, otherwise global warming is going to wipe us out. Mm -hmm. Creepy. Yeah. Good movie, though. Man. I really Where like have it. I heard that before? <laughs> Araftus uh, of Stet says Ian is going to ask Elon about graphene and he's already going to have all the answers and have a massive sympathetic crystal on him my, my, uh, my regret from the other night when Kanye left is that I didn't run after him and be like graphene we're about graphene. to change the world because if he has as his presidential message we're going to build a graphene industry and Elon could get involved too I think it's very exciting very exciting Logan Culver says Tim whatever happened with the freedom phone did you ever get one to review no we didn't I have no idea what happened with that. Oh, wow. It's a while ago. It was, it was that we, we couldn't get one from them because it would defeat the purpose of doing a review. You can't trust it if they're handing it to you. And we couldn't have it ordered to our names because, again, they'd be like, make that one the good one. And we also, there was a huge wait list. So we were like, I don't know how, how we get one. Like, we could have said, hey, give us a phone. And they would have. But then how could you trust the review is accurate if it's, you know, a Potemkin phone or something like that? Hmm. RN Ricky Bobby says, I'd like to request a shout out, a shout out. My daughter Tilly was born November 3rd, 14 weeks early in the Philippines. She's not doing well. And I'd like to direct some attention to give, send, go, saving baby Tilly. Please spread the word and perhaps some collective consciousness towards the well-being of your daughter and uh, that, that collective energy, right, Ian? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll focus it and maybe help her. Healing right now. Healing energies, man. I don't know. How do you, what do, you do you guys believe in that stuff? That when, when everybody focuses thought, it has an impact or something? I fully do. Sympathetic vibrations real. Crystals vibrate other crystals across the room. Our bones are made of crystal. Like Some I, people call it prayer. I was going to say prayer. Yeah. Could all, like we were talking about earlier when we were talking about, oh, um, the Jewish God, the Christian God, the Islamic God. It's like, well, we're all talking about the same thing. Could be something similar to that. Mm -hmm. Abrahamic God. All right. 
MF Damien says, speaking of COVID, I thought it was supposed to be weak now. 104 fever and muscles locked up to where I couldn't walk yesterday. Suggest otherwise. Jeez, man. No, nah, man. COVID's a nasty thing, dude. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, talk to, get a good doctor, man. Make sure, like, when you go for a, a contractor or a plumber, do you just say, yeah, sure, whatever? Or do you, like, read reviews about them? Do you ask <laughs> them questions? Make sure they're skilled. You know, a doctor is, is that same as anybody else. In fact, probably more important. I've had, I've had dentists that are like, yikes. And I've had some really, really good ones that are great, you know. Well, get, get well soon, man, by the way. Yeah, yeah. All right. David Tar- Taranto. China knew about it way before. They had an international track even there in 2019. A lot of the track people got sick when they returned home. And there was the military games too, right? I don't know nice. about that. Joshua Ryman says, I side with Luke on everything. Uh-oh. Well, I would, I would vote, say, vote for I, Luke. I would say don't and no. <laughs> uh, do your own thinking. Don't believe anyone 100% of the time. Do your own research. Do your own homework. Uh, I make mistakes sometimes. Everyone does. And independent thought is, is I, and, and having an open mind is the most important thing that I think society needs more than ever. All right. Tarzan Jungle Kung Fu says Crowder interviewed a mortician from the UK. He said the chemical makeup of the growths didn't match the makeup of a typical blood clot. The difference wasn't small either, if I remember right. Yeah, I'm wondering what's it made of. Like these clots that, they, that these, they're saying they find in these people that you see in these videos. What is it? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like a weird spongy like material of some sort. Yeah, it's why they didn't just tell us in that documentary where they were showing it. Did they not put it under a microscope and yeah. like... They should have, yeah. but I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't think they had to do anything. They did what they did. Someone should now go and, mm-hmm. and do a deeper analysis to figure out what it is, what it's made of specific right. kind of protein or something, or, or what is it? Collagen? going to say maybe they didn't have the tech to do so, but yeah. Yeah. What do we got? David O'Hare said, would blasting the space rocks with frequencies like from rad using frequencies to push it. What about it, Ian? Yeah, you could do that. Definitely. Sound waves, you could move stuff with, with wave power. But sound in space? I was going to say, how would you concentrate that, wouldn't it? Um, I, maybe you'd need some sort of like hyd- hydrogen to, to bounce it off of. Hmm. Okay. Cam Girl Asuna says, Tim, space colonization will never happen while the establishment types have power. They know that eventually there would be no possible way to control everyone if humanity spread through the galaxy. They will doom us all to keep that control. Hmm. Also, time dilation is an interesting concept. Like, if we created a, a, a massive vessel to carry 100,000 humans to go colonize Alpha Centauri or something, they'd be, like, a quarter of the way there, but then on Earth, technology would have advanced so far, we'd beat them to it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, it's a crazy concept. A, pre- presumably, technology would advance that far. Could you imagine that? It's, like, a thousand years in the future, and they're, like, we're going to go on our faster-than-light ship and go look at the, the uh, Earth vessel from you know 700 years ago that's they're in hyper sleep and we can go like when they land they get out and there's like a, a billion people living on the planet and they're like wait what <laughs> we're the colonists sucks. like well actually we, the ethical <laughs> thing to do would be to find them in in space and, and hook up with them and then bring them <laughs> yeah, that'd be wild. yeah i guess yeah okay what do we have bain and lee says dr charles Liber was arrested in january 2020 while working with two Chinese nationals, one of which was arrested in December 2019 for stealing vials of biological research. We covered that on this show. Yeah, it was in Yahoo News. They found the viruses in their bags or whatever, and they're flying in the airplane. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah. 
Defiance says, Ian, the torrid meteor stream is an area of Earth's orbit that we pass through once a year in late October, early November. It's hypothesized that 12,800 years ago, a torrid meteor caused the Younger Dryas period, though. Yes, it was at the end of the Younger Dryas. We passed through it twice in a year. We passed through it at the end of, uh, I think it's the end of June, June 30th, and at the end of October, early October, end of October. So it's twice per year that we pass through that thing. Hmm. But not always. We're just in the, in the mode right now where we're passing through it twice a year. You don't always pass through it. At least that's what I've heard from Graham Hancock. I could be misquoting. Hmm. Look for him for expertise. Ben Hickson says... Tim, to see the worst of Australia, please look up Topher Field and see Battleground Melbourne, where a pregnant woman is arrested for incitement for a social media protest post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yikes, man. That video where a cop pit maneuvers the pregnant woman and yeah. flips her cover is going viral again. Wild, mm-hmm. dude. Because she was like, there was barely no, sh- there was almost no shoulder. So she's like, got her blinkers on and then he just hits her and then she flips. Mm-hmm. Dude, chill, man. Some people, though, they just don't want to do it. John Savage says COVID has has uh, has shown to affect the respiratory system, whereas the other, uh, uh, something else may affect the cardiovascular system. We'll we'll keep that. We'll, you know what we'll do? We'll uh, we'll we'll uh, elaborate more on the members only show because they're 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 upper limits. But uh, we try we try. So, all right, what do we got? More super chats. What is what is this? Howard says, "Let's go, Brandon, Dan, Elon, really Orion. Show some love to SBF." Show love to him? What? You got my love, bro. <laughs> wow, what? SBF right Oh, some people are pointing out that it's Randall Carlson that's the expert, not Graham Hancock. Mm. They're, they're both pretty awesome. Yes. Either one of those guys is going to get you there. Someone's a Jerry listener. Waffles Sensei says, I bet Vijaya Gade was crying that day because of how many communications Twitter had to delete that week, <laughs> knowing they couldn't get rid of it all. Yeah, seriously, man. Greater Gateholder says, Tim, got to fact check you on the cop who got shot from behind. He's actually parking authority and he's still alive. Not that it makes that any better. I'm glad to hear he's alive, man. That's a crazy video. He's a parking enforcer? What is this? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy, man. Maybe it was personal or something? Weird. Where was it? Philly? I think it was Philadelphia. Yeah. Philadelphia? Yeah. Man, that's crazy, dude. What's happening to our country? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, though, what is happening to our country? I don't know you guys, says, asked my father long ago why there are so many a-holes in the world. He said that there aren't. It's just easier for them to reach you now. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think, uh, I think people, man, there, 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 there are some evil, evil people in this world. I'll just put it that way. Like, evil exists. Mm-hmm. And given the opportunity, it, it's, it slimes out wherever it can. And I need only mention the individual uh, who has been arrested for trafficking to no one that evil evil is there and so when you see someone like maxwell and that conviction but they refuse to dig any deeper like this is the, this, this is where you start getting into corruption there are there are federal law enforcement individuals who know what she was doing and who with and they're like nah better not say anything that's evil sorry totally evil oh no but but high ranking officials in government would be would it would be so bad for our system i no those are evil people don't let them get away with it hmm. and then I'll, I'll 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 add this to it the capacity for evil is within many other people who given the power would jump at the exact same opportunities that's a scary thought yeah. the only reason some of these people don't i'll put it this way you you probably know someone who, given the opportunity, would gladly take the place of someone like Maxwell or Epstein. Granted, all of this power, a private island, a plane, there are people who would do anything 
just to just to have that power. And you don't know who it is. Yeah. That's a scary thing. God, it could be scary. anybody. It could that be anybody could be turned scary. into that too, I think. Some minds are stronger than others, but no one's impervious. You get a constant diligence. I look at Dylan Radigan. You know, he quit and he went hydroponic farming or something. The story of, uh, I think, uh, was it Cincinnatus? Was he the emperor who was like, I don't want to be emperor? And he quit. Yeah, I think so. That, that was his name, maybe? Yeah. Um, it was an emergency and they were like, hey, we're making you emperor. And then after the emergency was over, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this. I'm going to go farm again. Super cool story. Not everybody is like that. I think there's more good than bad, but there's it's comparable. It's, it's yin yang. It's light and dark. It's set and raw. It's night and day. You know what I mean? Yeah, Dylan mm. was was cool. Dylan Radigan of uh, MSNBC. Yeah, uh, very uh, you know down to earth guy. I mean, uh, were you there when we were hanging out with him? I I, I, I hung out with him a couple times in, in, in DC New York or City in in New York City after Occupy Wall Street and then afterwards. Uh, and he's doing some really cool, amazing projects. I, I, I think it'll be worth even p- potentially if he's back in the States to have him on because his transition is really something. And I, I think what he's working on is very solution oriented as well and deserves more attention. All right. Taylord says killer police robots in San Fran are not uncharted territory. The Dallas sniper was killed by a robot delivered bomb in 2016. No charges for the cops. That's right. No. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I was mentioning that. Uh, I did a segment on it. It's not going to be like a, a, ro- a robot dog running around with a with a gun firing. It's going to be like someone's going to be ducking behind a car shooting at cops, and the robot's going to roll up and they're going to go. Oh, it's going to blow up. Or a drone bullet. Mm-hmm. A drone. Yeah, man. that's that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Can, like, Just turn. like in Ukraine, they have bullets that can in turn Ukraine. In most of the war is being fought with drones. A mm-hmm. quadcopter with a small a small bomb on it. Yeah. Just and then grenade. it'll just fly over, fly up to the person. And yeah. Or just drop a grenade. Yep. Yeah. That's what they're doing. I saw in those Ukraine. videos, man. That's yeah. nasty. Yep. Man, war is awful, dude. No joke. Yikes. Okay. Noah Sanders says Neuralink equals new circumcision. No baby needs it. Haha. We never really had that circumcision conversation. Is that a good conversation to have on YouTube? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I think it's like trauma for the kid. It had happened to me. I was circumcised. That wasn't an invitation to start the conversation. (laughs) Hold on. on, I'm just getting started. Oh, my God. Uh, Maybe it'll come up in the after show. We'll talk about some of this stuff. All right. Matt Nill says, you're right, Tim. It'll be kill all others. Instead of a watch with drugs, it'll be an implant in your brain. Also, you did nothing wrong in your show with Ye. He just didn't want to be challenged. I want to stress this point, too, because it's like I keep seeing people not really understand it. Two things. First and foremost... I didn't interrupt Ye, like literally didn't interrupt him. I had my hand up. Then I made a point when he stopped talking. Then Nick interrupted me. Then Ye asked me a question. I calmly started to answer it. He got up and stormed off. Before the show, everything was effectively pre-planned. Pe- you know, people are saying, maybe you shouldn't have opened with that article about Pence and anti-Semitism. And I'm like, I showed him an hour before the show and said, this is a good launching point for the dinner. And he talked about Pence and there was, there was no issues. That's why I think it was staged. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I, I got no ill will from it. Just, yeah, I'm not mad. When you're on a mission you know, from God, you you want to go where you want to go. I don't think I'll ever have anybody like that on the show again, though, to be completely honest. You know, people were saying before, like, you should get yay on the show. And I'm like, I don't know about that. But this was a big news thing. And we like doing topical news stuff. Right. Yeah, I really want to avoid that's all the celebrity nonsense. It's just it's just weird. On I don't know, man. That's not something I'm interested in. Who am I kidding, though? It's like you can't really predict what's going to happen. Like if we had Elon on, isn't basically the similar thing. We put ourselves in the center of some news stuff. Yeah, I want to talk about solutions. If we can get the top thinkers and movers in the world on and around us, we should talk about what technology is coming next. How can we help? What's the process? Mm -hmm. 
Kames Ojeef says, Kim Jong-un and Michael Malice make it happen, Tim. Wild. <laughs> if I had that level of... But I, I, will, I will mention, though, life is so much like a video game. But in reality, that just means that video games are so much like life. But it really is interesting how, you know, we start the show, getting guests is relatively difficult. We're, like, trying really hard to get people at a certain level, and we're getting, like, you know, smaller, lesser-known individuals. And then once the show gets big enough, all of a sudden we're getting governor candidates and senators and it's crazy stuff. And then yay. So it's like you, 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 you really do build up, level up, gain experience points, collect GP. And then, you know, it, it, games are modeled off of how life is. Kim, if you're watching, you have an invite. It's Let's degree, do this. Degrees of separation, too. If you want to get in contact with him, the best person would be Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. So right, right. find his guy. Kim, Kim Jong-un yeah. is sitting down watching the show eating popcorn. He's like pointing at the screen. <laughs> yeah, right like, now. The He's meme. like, yes. He's yes. like, yes. You're going to get an email. They're going to be like, Luke, we want you to come fly to, the, to Pyongyang. Yep. I got it. We got a crazier offer. <laughs> Remember? Which one? Uh, to another crazy country. <laughs> you don't want to say it, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't. You did. <laughs> well, yeah. Then I was like, I, I need you to come. <laughs> it never happened, though. It never yeah. happened. All right, let's grab some more. Uh, but Kim Jong-un and Michael Malice would be perfect because he wrote the book. He wrote That's the book. Right. That's true. Truth Seeker Events says, level up, do governments lie? If no, carry on, my friend, and live and die in the realms of your ancestors. If yes, where does it stop? By their fruits, ye shall know them. Freedom-bound community. Well, all right, man. Hmm. Levi, Mortensen said, Levi Mortensen said, it's the Yerks, Tim. It's the Yerks. Is it Yerks or Yerks? Yerks. Oh, I know. Yerks. The, the from reference Animorphs. is from Animorphs, right? Because I was right. talking about it, and I mentioned that there's like brain slugs that go in your brain and yes. take over your brain, and mm -hmm. I'm like, I forgot what they're called. Yeah. They, uh, what a what a what a what a fun book series. Huh? Oh, How about that? Last from the past. Wow. Grizzly Nightmare eighty says, Tim, what's your favorite SG one episode? Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I watched like three episodes a day because it was on I think Comet the channel, like a couple years ago. There's probably a handful that I did miss. But uh, just an all-around awesome show. I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. Star Trek's a little bit different. There's a lot of episodes I could think of off the top, off the top of my head that are very, very good or, or key points that were made. But I'd have to sit down and talk about it. But I will stress that when Corin Nemec was here and I watched the Cast Castle with him and Ian, I was a little heartsick at the end when Corin Nemec walks out of, the, uh, out of the castle and then talks to his fake walkie-talkie and says, Jonas Quinn here, we got permission to build a Stargate. And then there's the portal opening in front of him. And I was just like nostalgic. I was like, I want more episodes of that show. And it's like, you get a little taste of it with doing this gag, but it's not real. I'm like, oh man, to see Jonas Quinn going to a Stargate again would Bring be so back. We do yeah, need a good right? sci-fi show. I think something that society is missing right now is a sci-fi show to unify, unify consciousness. Because if we can focus on the actual literal technology being utilized in a TV show. Let's make a show called Space Hole <laughs> about a team that travels space through a hole okay you, you've you've signed me I mean, <laughs> he's we'll interested get, we'll in get. that kind of stuff as he shared last night I'll uh, you heard into about that. Well, <laughs> well, also someone else, someone else we should try to get is dave chappelle i think dave chappelle oh, would be yeah. also Gosh. huge and, and it would be cool. incredible to talk to him if we if yes and joe rogan you know yeah, I mean? yeah, I love yeah. joe okay. on like it didn't happen before yeah, yeah but look we were in austin and I think you were like, see if he'll do it. And, exactly. And then I was like, well, I guess I'll text him. And yeah. he was like, sure, I'll come on by. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. I'm like, you got to do this. <laughs> you got to do this. We got to keep trying. You don't know unless you try. Life yeah, is all but, about putting yourself out there and then challenging yourself and reaching for the biggest, craziest things that you could ever imagine. That's what you're supposed true. to do. Yeah. But I want to avoid so That's why I was like, stuff. let's get, let's get yay. Yay was also, you know, I was like, Cassandra, we got to get yay. 
And, and then and boom, you know, manif- you yeah. know, Ian would say manifestation. It's true. I don't, I don't, I don't like the drama stuff. It I doesn't have to be drama with Dave Chappelle or Elon Musk or Kim Jong Un. No, for sure, I get it. I, I, I'm just saying, like, we should we should make sure that we the people we do have on are actually are going to chill and have a conversation. You know? Yeah. yeah. Hang Absolutely. Out. All right, my friends, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, all very important things to help us out, and become a member at TimCast.com. Click join us. We're going to have a members-only uncensored show coming up. Should be live around 1045 or 11. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL everywhere. You can follow me personally at TimCast. ALX, do you want to shout anything out? Yeah, I'd have to say my Twitter since I'm back at ALX. You can follow me on Twitter. I will definitely make sure to follow you. Thank you so much for coming. That was a very great conversation. Really appreciated everything you brought uh, here to this conversation. My website is LukeUncensored.com. I share a lot about my hippie manifestation powers and uh, a lot of different stuff. Today, I did a video about how effed the world is and how to not get effed yourself. I'm really proud of that video. I'm proud of my forum. All great conversations, great people on LukeUncensored.com. See you there after this video. Follow me at Ian Crossland if you'd like. And uh, check out TimCast.com if you want to see these shows. Tim was talking about the Cast Castle with Corin Nemec and me and more. Um, it was very, very fun and very funny. Very entertaining. And here's to a future of space holes. Let's make it happen. I also want to mention, too, we have a behind-the-scenes video with some commentary about the trip with Ye, Nick, and Milo as they came here, what happened when they got to the house. We, have, we've, we filmed a lot of it. So that's going to be up for members only, and we'll post it, and then we'll let you know. I think it might be up now. I don't know. Or tomorrow. I, I have no idea. Cool. What's happening, Serge? Tell me about it. I am at Serge.com. Everyone thinks for some reason at the end of the show when Kanye was walking out or Ye was walking out, I said, are you afraid of the press? I did not. I said, are you referring to the press? Because I saw the miscommunication going on. I was just trying to figure it out, do my job, you know. So I wanted to clarify that. I did not say, are you afraid of the press? Why would I say that? Guys, <laughs> come on. Like, I just want to say it for the 50, 50 billionth time that the reason I think he planned it was that before the show, everything that he said, we had talked about and he was totally fine with. Yeah. It was totally normal. Very relaxed. Like, you know, he was relaxed. He was looking at the story. I said things like, Elon Musk, Bezos, there's billionaires, there's other people with influence. And, and he was like, yeah, whatever. And like, we're just chilling. When the show turned on, he was all of a sudden angry about it. Like, it seemed performative. Yeah. I got no beef. I'm not mad. I appreciate that Ye came on. He, 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 he I appreciate it. I, I don't agree with what he said. I don't appreciate what he said, but I appreciate that he gave us an opportunity and the time. So it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you all. Uh, did you shout out your search.com or whatever? Uh, at search.com. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, dot com spelled out. Cool, Matt. We'll see everybody else over at timcast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers.